Hello and welcome to Elite Cadre, the Auto Machine podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm Mike. I'm Kurt. And that's all you're getting this week, frankly. Oh, I, I thought we were going to have a long silence there. <laughs> well, it was. Uh, even if we did have a long silence, the editing process would remove it. Oh, yeah, good point. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, use, I use cheap tricks to make us sound interesting, frankly. Pun- punchy. Punchy's the word, I believe, isn't it? Make us sound punchy. Yes. Yes, we'll go with that. Or something. (laughs) So, it's been a little while since the last time we've recorded, um, for various reasons, largely YouTube deciding that they're going to kill one of their services that we use to actually podcast. So It definitely wasn't that we're lazy and got tired after doing 100 episodes and just couldn't be bothered. To be fair, we've taken enough breaks in our time that, you know, that's that's just par for the course, frankly. Yeah. And reasonable. Yeah. Um, so we are now back. Uh, for anyone watching on YouTube, you should see a slightly new setup. Unfortunately, you're only going to see me for, you know, for the video portion. But um, that's the breaks because I really can't be bothered with any more setup than this, frankly. Um, it's very reasonable. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. So I mean, we've got multiple options of what we can go through on this. On now, I'll probably title this one "Just the Two of Us Again." There's, there's been about Excellent. four of those so far. We, c- we can use the music again and not get sued-ish. <laughs> yeah, no. no. Um, so, uh, I mean, we've got the options. We have uh, the Convergence CID. That's a fairly hefty chunk of stuff. Um, we've got uh, the, the new model that was uh, previewed just yesterday. And we've got a couple of models that came out at Warfare Weekend, if you want to have a look at those, because at least one of them... Oh, no, two of them um, are four factions you play, Kurt. Oh. Yeah, because we got Leadfoot and Treads and also uh, um, Boss McCorn. Actually, what, le- what le- does she play? What, what, who does she work? She's Mercs, so is she? Yes. So she works for all kinds of people. Uh, she also works for the Crucible. Yes, but as Mercs. Just because she's a Merc. I mean, but yes. Yes. Pedantic, I know. But yes, she does look cool. She looks very, very cool. It's, yeah. Hard to imagine her being used particularly, but she's also abilities and stuff, but yes. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I, I, just for, for, for those not in the know, um, this is Sam McHorn of McHorn and the Devil Dogs um, in a a mech suit, essentially. I mean, she's in a, she's in a power loader. Yeah. Um, six points with four-inch melee attacks. During activation. Yeah, and three inches outside of activation. That that's That's a kicker, that one is. Um, armor seventeen with ten boxes has dismantle. Yes, combo smite and uh, oh yeah, has drive dismantle as well. Yeah, she grants it to, to her. Um, yeah, battle group. Uh, battle group. Uh, Jack Marshall. What's yeah. it? Yeah. Which, to be honest, if you put a mangler on her, that's going pretty well. Uh, strange enough, I was thinking about um, Toro, but yeah, yeah. Anything that can charge for free and like, yeah, extra damage dice, that's fine. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think she's she's a tidy little solo. I suppose the different main difference is that she's a bit more resilient than most Jack Marshall crap solos, isn't she? So that's the bit that'll help. Yes, she can also, as well as being having damage removed normally, you can repair her if you've got mechanics. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, she does look good. So it's 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 kind of both. I mean, yeah, obviously you might not have the space for her in your armies, but. Um, yeah, she's certainly 
an interesting little piece. I, I know I'll probably be putting her on the table at some point because she looks cool. I don't know. That's, that's really my reasoning for putting half of the models on the table that I do. Yeah, I'm there with that. Uh, Chris Regard less so. Chris Regard, I definitely got a bit more serious in quotes, so she put serious. But Trolls has always been, does it look good? Yeah. Just, yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of trolls... And um, looking good. And looking good. Yeah. Although, where are they? I can't find them. What, Leadfoot and Treads? Yeah. They're in War Room. I know they are. I had the announcement uh, that they were in there. Mm. Just just what are they under? Mercs. Uh, minions. Oh, so they're actually minions rather than just the pure minions, trolls. So the rationale seems to be that they're while they are partisan trollbloods, they can't be used as free models, therefore... Um, you can add them as much as you like as your chosen models, but you have to add them as mercenaries, as, as minions in, because you can't be free models because they're they're fifty mil they're fifty mil based models, so you can't <laughs> put them in as free models. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just looking at the, the the model there. So um, yeah, I love so, it. so so trolls now have a tiny tank, which uh, is mm, I, I, mm, it's, it's well, um, you can say tiny, but that is impressive. It, it's a tank that fits on a fifty mil base. Yeah, all right. I mean, <laughs> if I was thinking tank sized, I'd be like, "Yeah, that's a one twenty mil, fifty mil." Mm. They're awesome. Um, so yeah, it's got a range ten, power fourteen, AOE three gun. Yep. Uh, it's armor eighteen with twelve boxes. It's yes. got it's got bulldoze. It's got point blank. It's got reposition. Yes. Um. Oh, it's got, it's got effectively trash tow. Oh. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, Whether well, the, the uh, um, lead foot and treads has toe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ride along. Um, yeah, it's ace. Um, <laughs> I, I've proxied them back three times now. Lead foot and two lead foot and treads and two pig tanks. I've proxied in three games now, um, and I love them. Um, I just wanted to build. I just didn't want to go net decking. I wanted to sit and build a list that was that was around what I enjoy with trolls. Get step back to trolls. What I want to enjoy. What will be fun. Grim One. Let's think about Grim One because I still love Grim One when he first came from when he first came out all the way through. And he's, and he's very much unchanged. You know, there's been minor changes, but they've just been around rules changes in general. Um, so I, I was thinking, well, what, what's really what what really makes plays his strengths? Mountain King, um, the, um, the the twin handgun troll unit. His name escapes me. And it's Mountain of Solos, um, Boom Howler, um, solo artist, solo artists, and those three tanks. <laughs> and obviously Krillstone and standard stuff. And uh, I discovered that between Boom Howler and the um, and Leadfoot and Treads, you can get your caster to move another four inches over because you can reposition, uh, reposition three, I think it is, and they get some five inches of extra movement on your caster. Uh... You, yeah, if you reposition in the movement, hit the, you can get Leadfoot and Treads to move them beforehand. Boom Howler can grant him his reposition. And Grim went way up the table and positioned himself to feet covering slowly one particular game. And then I got the um, Mountain King to shout at her. But by the way, I, I do just have to say, I do appreciate the fact that War Room, for the pig tank art and for the lead foot and treads art, the only difference is that the guy popping his head at the hatch has just been <laughs> yes. erased on one of them. The, with the lid shut. Yeah. yeah it's, I mean, well, that's it, the that's the only difference in the model, to be honest. You just don't put lead foot in. You just shut the lid, I think. Yeah, it's well, it's the same for um, one of the um, battle engine casters for... Uh, Crucible Guard. Crucible Guard, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the cannon's slightly different as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. The cannons are different. You've got a bigger, bright... Because you've got more options of different ammo. But yeah, it's uh, casual glance. They're the same. 
However, um, giving trolls what is effectively three, what will be Rat 7, Arcing Fire, POW 14s. Um, mark, the tar- mark the target with um, with a solo near the, near the within um, crew company. Also, if one of those is one that's been knocked down, yeah, just what? <laughs> I mean, bravo! But still, what? Not to mention um, twelve eighteen solo with twelve boxes that could yeah. be twelve twenty solo for holding uh, holding flags. That that is a really nice piece for trolls. I because. It it it's amusing and okay. It in no way makes any form of sense, but I'm behind it, frankly. Um, I didn't follow what you said in the middle of there, but I agree. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. What on earth is this nonsense? It's, it's uh, they just it's. I I proxied it with some uh, some relic knights models initially, and then I found some cool proxies online. Actually, raiding through um, was it Skylanders models, I found one that looks very very. It was very kind of appropriate. I found they were really cheap online, so I bought a couple more and painted them up as proxies for the time being. Love it. It's really cool. Um, I've, I've pre-ordered Love and Treads himself, and then in time I'll pick up the others, I think, because it's great fun. Really good fun. Nice to get back into fun trolls. I know trolls are also supposed to get some kind of um, potential buff in the, um, in the in the next update, but we're, they're not quite sure exactly what yet. They're sort of, bit of Trolls are getting a bit of love at the moment, which is pretty nice. Okay. Okay. Um... Right, so we've done those. I'm just trying to think of this. Uh... There's previews of other things floating well, around. I, I was going to say, so there was also the Dunian Archon and Glyn Cormier that came out at the same time, but less of interest for the moment. I think Glyn Cormier, once the full um, like Morrow and selection box is out, I think that's that's more for that time. Um, that there has been a preview. Moving on to another the, the things that I suggested, um, and for this I'm I'm also going to do fancy YouTubery at the same time. Ooh. If if it works, oh, there we go. So anyone watching on YouTube will, will now see that there's like uh, a, an image of what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, so oh my God, what have we become? Yeah, I know it's terrible. Um, Ashton Three has been previewed, so we don't know much so far it was just a here's some models like okay um so first of all sadly not a cavalry caster um it seems like that panel at uh i think it was lock and load convinced them against it um i dislike were you, this. were you holding out for that were you i dislike this decision intensely i was oh. re- i was really hoping for ashton as a cavalry caster if, if we oh. don't see damiano as a cavalry caster now i shall be very upset because i wasn't that been hasn't that been hinted i want mercs to have a cavalry caster because... i thought damiano was hinted at being cav- ca- uh, cavalry caster but maybe we made that up I've not seen anything. We'll start so that rumor right here. You yeah, yeah. It no, it's official. It's coming along with War Machine well, Mark it Four. Just, uh, it, providing he's riding a donkey. <laughs> Let's keep the whole donkey hote thing going. I, I was going to say, will will the donkey be called Hote? Um, no, no. Rosalante is the name of the donkey, really. Which I, 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 know, I know, yeah. I know, I know, I know. You've dissected the frog by going. Sorry, that I've, joke uh, uh, cultural couldn't help it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. Um, but yes, so we have uh, an image. Uh, the concept art of the new Ashton on her own actually looks pretty good. Um, Does? Yes, yeah, I, I, I saw it first of all and was like, okay. Then I saw Warcaster unit and kind of 
all well some of the hope i had kind of just went out the window why um, i'm not i i don't think warcaster units are really that interesting well makita 3 is rubbish is she there's there's one that have, found, that have no, and it's not that one actually um which is Haley 3 that that was that was ooh, interesting ooh. well yeah okay it yeah. was it was overbearing and overpowerful but it was at least an interesting concept you've got Haley uh, present past and future i actually really liked that one as so a kind of you know her whole time travel gig was going on um but the rest have been let's get the caster and put two dudes with it okay what the dude's gonna be uh let's put two doom reavers let's put um two um is it immortals that's with well variants of immortals that yeah, are with makeda so. two yeah, immortals um, makeda yeah something like that. Yeah. i think they're like variants of them but mm. um yes two two I, I do quite like um hunter's grim though I've yet to get the hang, despite how many years he's been out. I've never actually got. I love Garangus, the first one, as I've already said this yeah. evening. But um, uh, and, and, and Hunter's Grim, I've never got the hang of that that unit. Never got, never got to grips with it. But I like them. I like them a lot. I like his sculpt. But that's that's about. They look cool. But you're right. I've never got the hang of them. It's about the same same sort of thing. And to be honest, I looking at the models, I'm probably going to do the same. I, I mean, I will inevitably end up playing this Ashland because Ashland is the caster that brought me to Mercs so on and so forth um, I'm probably going to replace all of these with other models um, I don't particularly like them I think they're just a bit too well firstly I think they're a bit too fussy and secondly they've given Ashland even more boob armour than last time and it wasn't great then um, you know yeah, I thought they were going. I thought they were going to do less of that. I thought they'd said they would do less of that. Well, we'd seen some, I thought we'd seen evidence they were going to do less of that. Yeah, I mean, they've. Uh, she's not quite in full battle heels, from what I can see. Um, there's a there's but, a there's a, t- there's a hint of it, but no, you're right. Yeah, I mean, the the great sword, the whole thing. Uh, apparently, that's yeah. her, her father's great sword. Like that, yeah. I, I actually like the 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 sculpt on the. Um, the face and the hair that's great it is, it's almost a soul caliber so um level of sword isn't it I like that it's well it's it's meant to be a bastard sword but i think they've gone a bit more than hand and a half with that yes that that looks proper zweihander kind of levels i mean we apologize for the harsh language i just have to yeah. uh yeah we're, ex- uh, we're explicit it's fine i know we are and that's um, usually me <laughs> <laughs> besides if it's in context that's why it amused me if it's in context of that weapon, it's perfectly appropriate. Even the BBC the, would allow it. It is the ooh, it is the appropriate word. Yes, exactly. I mean, you can go for hand and a half sword, but that's uh, that's another matter entirely. That sounds, that sounds worse, to be honest. That just sounds worse. <laughs> I mean, yes, true. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'll... Yeah. Mm. So, you're, mean, generally, what your, your concern is primarily because... Um, other because of the history of of Warcaster units. Uh, yes, and certainly my interactions with them. And it could be that they come out with this, and it is a stonkingly good unit that works really well together, and actually still feels like Ashlyn. Um, which you know, I am perfectly happy if they manage to do that, and um, that'd be great. Um, just like 
you know, the mild note of concern is ticking over at the back of the brain right now. So I, I would have been much happier with just that Ashlyn on her own, um, to be honest. So, yeah, there we go. Finally getting Ashlyn too, though. I mean, that's, you know, it's been uh, quite a while. Yes, it has. And to be honest, it's only Merck's second two caster, I think. Magnus, no one else, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, they they do have well, mm, so they do have access to some other what would have been epic casters in the form of like you know Kane three and oh yeah, um, there's one actually coming up in the CID that we'll get to see, um, but they don't count because the first version wasn't Mercs as well, um, so there you have it. <laughs> I want to jump in with a spoiler. People have really seen it anyway, I'm sure, but yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> The CID closed in on the twenty fifth. Um, we are right on the pulse. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But we're we're, we're looking at things with sort of you know we've taken. And also, we rarely actually talk about CID at all. So that that is true. But I think this one this one was bonkers enough that I really had to because like s- some of the models just moving onto it are proper pants on head crazy. Like, why on earth did anyone think some of this was okay? Do you mean you haven't had dreams where your favourite warcaster ended up in a big 120 mil sphere? <laughs> oh. have, you Michael, have you not read that Michael Crichton book? I like it. <laughs> so, uh, for reference, um, Kurt is talking about the fact that Nemo 4 has appeared and he is a golf ball. Um, I think it's quite a large golf ball and quite painful <laughs> yes. if thrown. <laughs> Um, he's a golf ball on a battle engine base, and the, there's there's allegedly logic behind it. Um, to be honest, we knew he was probably going to go with Convergence of Sirius or something close to it, or die from a while back because we know that the Squire is based on uh, Convergence technology. Uh, right. Hence why they've got the better version, and it was all Nemo's doing and so on and so forth um, um, I have to admit I like I like the um, the unusual direction that they're going in and there's been quite a lot of feedback across the community in different forms and different ways uh, I just keeping things different keeping things fresh and doing things that are a bit unusual yeah I like that um, I'm looking what I'm looking forward to skipping ahead slightly is is what will come next year for Hordes um, but we'll come we'll come back to that I think let's circle around to that okay fair enough um, for, for the CID I think if I skip sort of, you know, stuff that's previously existing because that's not terribly interesting unless you want some me to go through it. Some stuff's sort of here to be included as as as, as just to be yeah. as part of the reporting. There's been some minor changes to a few bits and pieces, isn't there? So I think but S- it's the, um, S- Syntherian um, got a couple of tweaks to the wording I think around stuff like dual attack um, nothing major there from what I can work out he's still you know, 27 points 20 hitboxes um, about 6 rat 5 it's, yeah, his, his basics and his spell list are pretty much intact how much of a handle do you have on, on convergence right I'm going to go through. I mean, I've, I've talked about this criticism. I'm not asking you to go through it. I'm just asking in general because it's, it's a faction that I've never got the got to hang on, got that got to grips with, never understood. 
So I understand, I understand the fluff and I understand who they are, but I never quite grasped the army. Or you know, I played against yeah. it, played across the table from it, and gone, w- whatever, mate. I just don't know what any of it is. And I yeah. think uh, convergence suffer from a problem that was intentionally avoided for the first you know eight nine years of uh, War Machine and Hordes, which was there was a lot of talk in the design process about the silhouette of things yes you know you 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 could tell even if something was unpainted as long as it was assembled what something was across the table and that was the that was also sometimes the the um, response to when you get a sculptor Sloan springs to mind sculpt for Sloan you look at and you think why is she doing a stupid thing with a gun it's because if she did anything else the silhouette wouldn't be unique yeah it's that kind of and, and so there's it, a lot of that throughout, especially Warcasters but throughout the whole game there were a couple of occasions where sculpts got a little bit close to each other, but you, you know, there were ways to mitigate that, and it was usually okay enough as long as you pointed it out. And it was only a couple of cases. Convergence, on the other hand, because they were, I think, they were the first faction launched after we'd got like plastic jackets for everyone. Um, they have. Well, they seem to have a lot of jacks that share the same chassis. <laughs> well worded. Uh, yes. Um, I, I don't know. I can't correct you. Th- this is the thing. I I can't tell from Seagram across the table. I have to ask every single time. And what's this one again? Um, what does that do? And what? Uh, who's he married to? I don't know. They've got the two medium base units that are the same body. And yes, again, that happens for every other faction. But they seem to be a bit more differentiated. See me. <laughs> well, this is yeah. the thing. Other factions are more differentiated. And yes. as well as that, the ones for convergence usually have multiple modes. So they can change between two things, as far as I remember. So it's always kind of hard to go, oh, that one's the defensive one and that one's the offensive one. It's There's a whole collection of convergence that you just sit there and go... Whatever. That's their light troops, but I don't know what they do because uh, no, no, that's the warjack. What? It's like the ones that you can pick apart. It's like, oh, those are the clockwork angels. You know, that's you know, that's Aurora. They've got unique. Yes. Um, she stands out. Yeah. yeah. I know. Even I know who she is. Yeah. Yeah. The, the cast. Before, before all this, she stood out. Yeah. Uh, the casters. I mean, okay. Locke stands out on her own. Um, Axis. Oh yeah, that's because, but that's because I play. That's because A because he's human, and B because I play Crystal Guard. Yeah, Axis kind of stands out on his own because he's like fairly tall and like everyone else, and probably Lucant. Again, I know his. Well, I know his artwork. I don't know what his model looks like without going, without going to look. But yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a faction that's really hard to get a handle on because you never quite across the table know what you're facing because you can't. You don't get used to the silhouettes enough. Have they got know. a battle engine caster? Or was that even one of those? Uh, no, they haven't got a battle engine caster. Oh, I thought, I thought one of the Okay. No. Uh, well, <laughs> so we'll discuss that later. Oh, no, it wasn't a, that wasn't a joke. That was I thought one of their. I thought there was a caster version of one of their huge, great, tall things. But anyway, I'm obviously wrong. Yeah. No, it's so that's that's Nemo Four, which. Yeah, you yeah, know, I wasn't actually leading to that. No, I no. I, don't, I, don't, I know I'm good on. Just troll the hell out of everything, but I was actually yeah. like going, wasn't that that? I no. just, it, just uh, make an example of, don't know what they are. Yeah, it's 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 tough. 
to be honest. It's it's a really um, hard question to get to grips with. But anyway, um, m- moving on. And, and painting them doesn't help. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> well, given that most people just sort of, you know, spray yeah. black, dry brush from silver, bits of blue, done. And it just becomes this wave of like, oh, it's one colour. Uh, okay. I've seen Hellboy 2. Am I playing against it? Oh, yes, in fact, yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's, a I goal. Think, it's a goal, anyway. Yeah. I, think, I think I'd heard that one before, but yes. Very it much so. me, It might have been me who said it, yeah. Well, yes. Um, but anyway, quickly rattling through kind of changes. Um, the Cypher, which is one of their heavies, got a bit cheaper and a bit more power on... Um, one of its uh, attacks, so it does like power eight on AOE rather than power six. Um, the monitor, which is another heavy, uh, one with legs, not a flying one, um, seemed to gain. Oh, it's gained ricochet rather than crit brutal uh, okay. on its weapon. Um, oh, other. When, when this model directly hits an enemy model with an initial attack with this weapon, immediately after the attack is resolved, this model can make another range attack with this weapon, targeting another model within four inches of the model originally hit, ignoring LOS and range. That sounds familiar. So it's basically magic bullet, but you have to roll to hit. Well, basically, they've nicked Magic's axe and chucked it on a warjack. Oh, yeah, and that's got ricochet. Yeah, that's ricochet as well, isn't it? Yes, it's the same. Yeah, it's like the same wording, yeah. Yeah. Um. I think has the monitor got cheaper as well. Your monitor, monitor's gone down to fourteen points from sixteen as well. That's um, that's quite a change. Yeah, that's that's you know pretty tasty. Uh, Prime Axiom. Um, I mean, they are the saviors of mankind. Apparently, so. Uh, well, uh, uh, depending which version of the uh, fluffy go forwards with. Um, Prime Axiom hasn't changed in points and. Oh, I think I think that was a wording change on launch servitor. Okay. Um, it was that was a fairly minor one, as far as I recall. Um, so that's pretty much there. Uh, Reciprocators, which is one of their medium base units, I think that went down in price. Um, just I, I I am just gonna skip over a lot of this. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, Steel soft shiny, shiny metal guys. Shiny metal. <laughs> Apologies to anybody who's listening who enjoys Convergence of Cirrus. I'm sure that they are going to save us all and uh, just don't get it. But anyway, they are not. Well, I, don't, I like them. And I have been tempted to invest time and effort occasionally and now I just go, no, I can't. But uh, th- they have gained a new solo by way of um, Riot Quest. The Destructotron 3000. Oh, he's awesome. And <laughs> great name. Great name. It's a fantastic name. So, six points solo with eight boxes. Armor 17, def 13. Uh, it's a... <laughs> it's cavalry. With yeah, gun- of, of course. Oh, you know, isn't with, that obvious? With gunfighter, reposition. It's got a soul. Stumbling drunk. Okay. And it's also a superconductor, so uh, electrical damage rolls... Um, oh, within six inches, get plus two. Okay. Well, uh, it's got to be ranged weapons. Attacks with ranged weapons. Um, it's got an electro pummeler, which is range 10, power 12. Two electro pummelers, which range 10, power 12, uh, which do electrical damage. Hmm. 
Yeah, that's that's nice synergy with itself. With itself. Yep. Nice. Uh, which has Thunder Charge. A small or medium-based model with immunity, electricity hit by this attack is slammed D3 inches away from this model. So without immunity, electricity. Yes. The power of the collateral damage is equal to the power of the weapon. Power 12 plus... Okay. Yeah. To attack, roll, to attack roll, not damage roll. Okay. And if you don't... Uh, sorry, and if you're a large base model without immunity, electricity, you're knocked down. So it's slams to medium and small and knocked down on large. If you get if you get three of them, do they do three Stooges routines? No. Also, oh. also, also, it's a character. Oh, oh, is it only a character in the? Oh, that yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah, it's FAC. So is he. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah. Then we start. I that, that, that I realized that I was. I was just thinking making the Johnny Five reference. Yeah. It's, it's the whole on the CID, but it very much has a short circuit vibe going on. Um. And uh, but I didn't I didn't realize it was a character that you could, yeah. That makes sense. So it's named. Yeah. Um, and now, that would be quite bent. That would be quite bent if you could have four of them floating around, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, just knocking down everything. Yeah. No, no, no one needs this. No. Um, then we move on to a character who was uh, quickly changed in the CID. Um, because they allowed for flying blockaders, and that was the worst thing in the world. So, this is, bearing in mind, this is a convergent CID. Our first new mercenary warcaster. Um, Aurora 2. So, um, still, uh, speed 7, mat 7, rat 5, arm 17, def 15, uh, focus 7, which in Mercs is almost unheard of. Uh, the feat is Aurora and friendly faction models with flight, beginning their activation within Aurora's control range, gain plus two speed. Additionally, while... Oh, there's a misprint there. While in, in. Uh, while in Aurora's control range, friendly faction models with flight gain plus two to damage rolls against enemy models without flight. Star Strike calibration lasts for one turn. That's nice. Was she on a large base before? Uh, no, actually, she. I think she was small before. That's what I thought. She's on a large yeah. base now. I hadn't actually noticed that. That's odd. No, no, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. Um, so she is partisan convergence because that's a thing. Reasons, I guess. Um, she's she's got flight. She's got three quote battle plans. Um, <laughs> So, Quote battle plans. You sound bitter there. Well, they're, they're called ba- they're, plans. they're called battle directives because they have to be different named rules for some reason. Yes. Um. So I'm trying to. Um. Oh, re- one is uh, ranged attacks against uh, a chosen. Um, oh, it's a ranged attacks against models with flight. Um, get minus three range in a control area. Um. One is friendly models with flight gain dodge and reposition. And the other one is friendly ones with flight gain dual attack, which is nice. Yes. Um, limited battle group, so can only take non-character convergence and non-character mercenary warjacks, and they're all the same faction as she is. So Mercs can now take convergence warjacks, which just hurts my head because I'm going to have to get used to those, which is nice. So I have to take them, but mm, I don't have probably to. Probably quite nice. But I own most of mercenaries. I want more. 
Um, you, you've got no idea. There's a selection of K-Door Warjacks in the bottom of the cupboard next to me, so that just on the off chance that I do want to play, like, two um, of the worst Warjacks in K-Door in Flame of the Darkness, I can. Good, if that makes you happy. I, I'm not sure it would. No. Um, yep, she's repairable, because now she's properly, like, all constructed up. Um, she's got an inertial destabiliser at range 11 because <sighs> just yeah because reasons convergence weaponry um, which is power 13 AOE 4 when an enemy model with flight is hit by this attack it becomes knocked down and loses flight for one round basically it's a gravity gun um, and she's also got um, a, a, a range 2 lance that does the same thing um her spell list is interesting. Uh, arcane Propulsion. Target non-huge base Warjack in the Spellcaster's battle group gains plus two inches of movement when advancing as part of their normal movement, plus two death, and flight. Flying, is that where we get Flying Blockade from? It was. They added non-huge Non-huge. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was there before, yeah. 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 Um, so initially everyone was going, wait a minute, I can have a blockader. I, I can add Arcane Propulsion to it. I can pop her feet, so then that blockader is ooh, speed 10, charges 13, 17 inch threat with melee. Sounds fine. <laughs> oh, by the way, it's also plus two to damage rolls if the enemy caster's not flying for some reason. Like, what's going on? This doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um... She's also got Bladed Gale, which is models hit, lose, flight for a round. It's a theme there. Yeah. Uh, Hand of Destruction. They seem to be obsessed with flying models. Like, how many of those do we see? Flying models or not flying models or uh, flying that were flying and not flying now. Yeah. Hand of Destruction. Friendly models in this month's battle group gain an additional die on attack and damage rolls against target model unit. It's, it's basically Hand of Fate, but backwards, which is nice. And Spirit Door. Which oh, is, so you can then jump next to her, her Jackson. They can jump next to her. It's like yeah. Kaya One, isn't it? Yep. So, so, so that's wow. a thing. Um, we haven't seen that anywhere else but her. Have we? They were pot Kaya's could do variants of that, can't they? But has anyone um, had that before? War Machine uh, Caster had that. Kane, I think. Oh, did he? Kane Three or no? Uh, Kane Zero, I think. Oh, Kane Zero. Right. Okay. Right. I don't know. As in, instead of his teleport thing. Yeah. Um, now. Aurora is also part of a new convergence mercenary theme force. I can tell you're enjoying that. <laughs> it's making my head hurt. So, this is a new mercenary theme force that can take Aurora, one and two, Morton Ebra, uh, non character mercenary warjacks, non character convergence warjacks. Morton Ebra warjacks can also include non character Crix warjacks in their battle groups. Convergence Angel Models and Units, Convergence Optifex Directives, Crix Thralls, Signar Stormsmiths, mm -hmm. Mercenary Models that work for the Convergence, Convergence Solos, Convergence Battle Engines, including Nemo 4. Come back uh, to that. Their requisition options are a Warjack with a point cost of six or less, a, con okay. a Convergence Angel Unit, or one small or medium-based solo. Uh... All model, uh, all models in the army are considered to be convergence and mercenary. Oh, they don't become the they don't become the um, faction of the caster. 
Nope, they're just both. Wow. <laughs> I thought they were doing like um, Flames in the Darkness. That they were. Um... No, it's it's like um, oh the Kador Menoth one. All the models of that are both Kador and Menoth. Oh no! So yeah, so um, Boris uh, of the Old Faith. So it's yes. like that, right? Uh, non-servitor models in the army gain swift vengeance. Uh, sorry, non-servitor solos in the army gain swift vengeance. So, yeah, everything's basically got vengeance against stuff killed within five inches of it. And when a model is affected in this army is affected by the repair rule, remove one additional damage point. Which, fine, flavour. Um, yeah, so so now Morton Emperor and Crix Warjacks can play in mercenaries with Clockwork Angels and Signar Stormsmiths. Oh God! Party time. <laughs> I mean, I'm I I I look. It's, it's gonna make your head hurt, isn't it? I, I have noticed. I have noticed quite a number of people that I know getting quite interested in mercenary jacks, and I'm still trying to decide: Do I want to sell all my mercenary stuff right now? As, <laughs> as, their, as their market value isn't bad, and most war machine second-hand market is awful. Yeah. Oh, it really is. Um. But, but yeah, so, so there's Aurora and the the theme force, which just uh, fine. Good luck with good luck with that. I don't have to worry about it. All I have to do is fight against it. So it's, I'm never getting anywhere near this. <laughs> Not hope. Ne- never tempted by convergence. Only ever flirted with cl- Cricks very, very, very briefly. Mercs. I've got Christopher Guard now. Christopher Guard's what I always wanted it to be anyway. So. All I want, all I want, is for Ashlyn to work for Christopher Guard as well. That'd be lovely. That is something right. <laughs> well, I mean, that's not at the question. Uh, well, I, I know mean, she does work for them if it's a two cut two two caster, but no, I mean, as, as in, it wouldn't be out of the question for the sort of the you know Ashlyn two to mm. actually be partisan. partisan um, I'd like Christopher Guard. I'd like that a lot. Because the Crucible Guard are essentially the leftovers of the, uh, was it Golden Crucible? Yes, combined with the, yeah, well, Golden Crucible was more than Leia, wasn't it? But yeah, it's, yeah. it is it is um, combined with certain Auric funding sources and um, Lelia's Noble kind of funding. And yeah, it wouldn't be, you're right, it wouldn't be beyond the pale. Um, half of it's Auric, half of it's what was Lelian, which is what drew me into it, because I've always loved that whole, the escalation storyline it really got hold of me when I first started playing this game. Yeah, so I like that not. Yeah, it not not out of the realms of possibility. Awesome, uh, uh, that'd be nice. But next on the list, we have another one that's takeable in that theme force. Therefore, I have to sit there and look at it and go, "What does this do now?" Uh, Prefect Hypatia. Uh, it's a Convergence Angel solo. Yes, we are the one podcast that can pronounce this. Um, Solo's name properly. Just going to go for that. I'm going there. Everybody else is struggling with it being called Prefect, like they've never heard the word before. Well, are they saying Perfect Hypatia hy- uh, or something? Yep, pretty much. Because it, it's, we look at it and go, well, yeah, it's kind of Roman officer thing, school title, but Roman kind of level, you know, rank, and we well, yeah, had loads of references, but no. Yeah, anyway, yeah. moving on. Okay, fair enough. Um, hey, moving on to my thing. Um, <laughs> Anyway, it's a five-point solo. Um, speed, it, it's very much like angel stats, you know, def 14, arm 14, yada yada. Um, advanced deployment, construct, flight, apparition. Okay. Uh, blade shield, so it's effectively def 16 against range. Wait, apparition is place another model. Okay, right. No, apparition is place this model. Oh, this model complete within two inches of its current. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I, I, 
I misread it. I was thinking, that's what I expected it to say, and then I read it and read <laughs> something else. Oh, um, Dogfighter, so it gains boosted attack and damage rolls against mm, models of flights. rolls from Crucible Guard, yeah. <laughs> Uh, leadership of angels, uh, so friendly angels gain apparition. <laughs> okay, of course, yeah. W- within seven inches, just, you know, uh, wouldn't want to be too ridiculous. Uh, quick work and soul vessel. Um, she's also got a range 10 gun that on critical hit knocks down enemies and pushes them away. Because- and it's magical and it's electrical. <laughs> um, oh, and a weapon master power 11, just because... Um, yeah, that's that's for five, for five points, probably free. Yeah, nice. That that is a tidy little combat solo. It's it's not going to break the world, you know, because it's death fourteen and five boxes in melee. You, you, well, she'll be behind a unit of angels, helping them get better, and then she'll be ripping the hell out of something. You really needs to. Yeah, you're hoping she makes it to the late game and can just kind of go around. And I'm on a flag, and that oh, would be the aim, wouldn't it? Do you That'd want? Do you want to shoot well, no, me off the flag? Defence isn't as high as you think it might be, might it? But yeah, uh, fourteen is not bad. But you, they're the sort of unit you, the sort of you would think that she might be a bit higher. But yeah, I'm not yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's pretty tight, tidy. Um, the negation angels. So apparently, this is another angel unit. Uh, six points for three models. Death fourteen, arm twelve. Uh, advanced deployment, construct, flight, blade shield. Okay, gang, prowl, and soul vessel. Did it, what are the other angels called? Uh, or was that is that catching your guard? Uh, no, because I actually do have the uh, the units up here. There, there's, there's another three man angel unit, isn't there? Yeah, the clockwork angels. Oh, is that what they're called? Okay, yeah. so is the clockwork is negation. So, so the big difference there is that. Um, the clockwork angels have combined range. Um, and reposition rather than okay. gang and prowl. Ah, so these are more melee oriented than, um, than the existing ones. Well, the existing ones also have brutal charge. So... Oh, oh so it's not as simple as that. I thought it was um, the one was more melee than the other. One was more melee, but looking at them, it's, I can't tell. They're just, they're just different, aren't they? Yeah, I think they just do different things. I think the negation angels are going to be interesting, interesting if you want to go in and try and take something down that's a little bit higher def... Um, that you can then paralyse and just pummel with something else. Because they've got crit paralysis, they've got gang, so they're effectively going to be mat 8 on the charge. Or you can try and uh, just, you know, shoot them down. Oh, no, sorry, they've got... Oh, oh, it's crit paralysis on the ranged weapons, but just paralysis on the melee weapons. So, yeah. Yeah. They're doing a different thing entirely. That's... yes. That's nice. That's that's giving a bit more of a sort of a breadth to the the angels. Um, is there sort? Is there is there um, binomial blade? Is that a high, is that a better better melee weapon than the other unit? Clockwork angels. Weirdly, it's exactly the same weapon. It, oh, it just is. Okay, so they are the same. They're just slightly no, no, different. No, no, the spice it, lies different. Okay, okay, here's the thing, right? You've base got, sets and base weapons. I mean, yeah. You've got negation angels, which have. Uh, a binomial blade that's range 0.5, POW 7, PNS 12. And then you've got Clockwork Angels with a binomial blade that's range 0.5, POW 5, and PNS 10. And it's magical. So we, again, we've got another case of same named weapon, completely different effects. Right. I. Uh, uh, what? More confusion from Convergence of Series. 
Yeah, also these are higher rat than the um, the Clockwork Angels. Right. They're rat six rather than rat five. So uh, that would imply they're more ranged, but actually their abilities are a bit more, are not as simple as that. It, yeah, it's definitely, there's a lot of nuance going on here and I'm not sure what to make of it. So, okay. Um, next up we've got the Negator, which I don't think is a current jack. No, it isn't. Um, which is a light warjack, 1315. It's got the light warjack grid. Uh, construct flight flank with another negator. Uh, and reposition three. Flying warjacks. Only power ten, but also point cost six. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. And could be free in as a requisition by the sound of it, because it, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's a requisition choice, I think. But speed seven flying is not the worst thing in the world. Um, and flank always good. Uh, tessellator, that's another new one. Seven points, which I think is an important distinction. Um, pretty much the same stat wise. Point cost seven. Construct flight reposition and a weapon called the pneumatic trajectile. Right, one each in the left and right sides. At least that's how it reads. Uh, reload one, volume fire, gain one to attack and damage with this weapon against medium base models and plus two to attack and damage against large base models. Range nine, power ten. Again, no, yeah. Anyway, mm, yeah, I'll, I'll move on from that one. That's. Uh, I don't think that's worth its point. So how, what, when did they testulate? Uh, mm. Yeah. Um, but then we have the page of rules that is Artificer Prime Nemo. Yay! Huh. So he's... So, <laughs> not even said it, it's his battle engine, right? Yeah. yeah. Mercenary battle engine. Again. Mm. Merc- that's misleading. That's Mer- misleading. Mercenary. Uh, he has uh, 10, 20, 20, 26 Wait, you get a battle engine, surely you're happy 26 boxes, I've already got a battle engine but I, I am very happy but this is just bonkers this one's going to be taller though isn't it, to be fair yeah, uh, yeah. Um, no, not literally <laughs> but yeah so, anyway, moving on Yeah. point, point cost 18 um, it'll work for the convergence and signal and is partisan for both because, why not because Nemo construct Immunity Electricity, Battle Group Controller, Limited Battle Group, so it can only take non-character Convergence, non-character Signar, non-character Mercenary Warjacks, and Warjacks with Bond Nemo. Warjacks and, its oh. battle, Warjacks and its Battle Group are considered to be the same faction as this model. Which means, you, you remember that theme force that I was talking about? I, I, actually, no, well, that might have changed. Yeah, Convergence styles. Uh, battling. Yep. Uh, so that theme force I was talking about. Yes. Yeah. So now that can have Morton Ebra as the lead caster, enabling you to have Crix and Convergence. Oh. And then have Nemo in there as well, giving you access to both Signar and Mercenary Jacks at the same time. And the Thunderhead, if you want to. Uh, does that have Bond Nemo? I thought it did, but it, does it still? Did it have it before ages ago and lose and lose it? I. I don't know. Hold, please, while I have a look. It used to be his thing, didn't it? But, um... Yeah, just, but I, I don't think he was ever bonded with him. No. Oh, was it not? No. Right. It was um, just the uber character they got in Apotheosis, and that was it. I don't think there is actually currently a bonded one for Nemo. Uh, oh, no, Dynamo. So you can play Dynamo with him. 
Right. Uh, is that the character Firefly or something? Or? No, it's a heavy. Uh, oh, so lo- those. Looks like a character... Oh, God, what's the one with the um, spear? Oh, uh, oh. It's not the Hammersmith. Yeah, Rich Dean has oh, actually... Centurion. Rich Dean has actually just messaged me, so it just came up over the jacket at the time going, you're looking for Dynamo. Cheers, Rich. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, so he can take... I did, I did look at my Twitter DMs just then, just to see if he'd already messaged me as well. <laughs> oh, I, I've had some others, but I, I, I'm going to answer those at a, at a different point. Yeah. Um, so he's also got an ability called Opening the Gate. Uh, this model can use opening the gate once per game at any time during its activation. Immediately put a friendly, non-character faction solo without battle group I- controller with a point cost of five or less into play, placing it completely within three inches of this model. That solo must forfeit its combat action the turn it's put into play. Okay. <laughs> so, I can summon... Non-character. Yeah, I, I, I can summon steelheads for some reason. Solos, not yeah. grunts. Yeah, yeah. Friendly non-character faction solo without battle group controller with a point cost of five or less. Well, almost all the Merc solos are character, aren't they? Yes. So uh, in Mercs, you're basically summoning steelheads. Um, but it says char- solos, not not grunts. Yeah, that's. that's uh, I'll clarify. Um, when I say that, I mean things like the steelhead arcanist. Oh, or sniper, or whatever. Yeah, okay. So, you basically just you know, toddle around with Nemo and go, oh, I need an extra point of focus this turn. Uh, or next turn. Um, yeah, I'll have an Arcanist. And all of a sudden, you can just give out another point of focus next turn with your Arcanist. Uh, or, nice. Or, next turn, I might need to repair one of my jacks. I'll just produce a Steelhead Ironhead. Oh, that's a nice one. Yeah, because that's sane. And, yeah... Although, if it becomes partisan convergence or signal, that's an entirely different list of things you can summon. Because he's no longer a mercenary. Yeah, that's that's got fun written all over it. Um, oh, so it depends on what army he's joining, because, of course, he's not a caster, so it doesn't dictate the faction. Yep. Um, so, we also have uh, shifting powers. So, choose one of the following effects at the start of this model's activation. Fold space. Return D3, small or medium-based, friendly destroyed, fraction grunts to play. Models return with one unmarked damage box. Place return grunts completely in this model's command range of eight. In formation and completely within three inches of another model in their unit. Return grunts must forfeit their combat actions the turn they return to play. So the name of this makes me want to make Dune jokes, but I do for they are the 4A of a different podcast. Yeah, uh, probably. Um, so at this point I'm thinking... Maybe I take him with McBain and return Kayazi to play every turn. Nah. <laughs> what? Um, Kayazi, um, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, or you can choose Spatial Vortex. Enemy models currently within two inches of this model suffer a POW-10 electrical damage roll. After the damage resolved, place this model completely within three inches of its current location. I think this needs some kind of subtext where you have to make a Dune quote or you have to make them do the mumbling of the kind of... Something like that. You just, otherwise, it's not fair. It's... Uh, this this model is... I mean, I'm not even finished with the rules. I'm halfway down the page. And we need, we, I think we need a, a rest, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> would, would, would you like a comfort break? Or... <laughs> yeah, I think, I think anyone, anyone's reading Nemo 4's rules. <laughs> comfort break required... 
halfway down, wherever you choose. It's a long, it's a long way. It's long. Tell you what, we'll we'll finish Nemo. Go for a bit of a break and then come back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um. So Nemo has weapons. Uh, because don't worry, there's actually more after this. Don't worry. Um. He has weapons. Uh. One electrical strike. Uh. Which is range twelve, rough two, power thirteen. That's not bad. That's not very convergence. Range twelve. Uh, yeah, I know. There was a range <laughs> ten earlier as well. Like what you? Oh, doing? I missed that. Okay. Um, enemy mod, uh, and it's got thunderbolt. So you know, standard gun mage stuff. Yeah. So two chances to crit every turn for knockdowns. Why not? Mm. By the way, it's also focus five and has spells. So it's got lightning shroud. Uh, so target warjack in the battle group gains plus two strength and immunity electricity. Oh, and its weapons gain electro leap. Uh, so that that's that's pretty tasty. Uh, also has locomotion, so can spend up to three focus points. Uh, target warjack in the battle group immediately advances up to one inch for each focus point spent. Now, if you're listening as well, what you can do is you combine this with the iron head that you put in last turn to effectively get an extra five inches of movement on a warjack. Just you know, nice, wow. nice and casual. Uh, oh, and if it's knocked down, it doesn't matter because it's been power lifted to stand up as well. Um, and it's also got Watcher. So once per turn, when an enemy model advances and ends its movement six inches of the spellcaster, you can choose a warjack in the spellcaster battle group that's in his control range. The warjack can immediately make a full advance towards the enemy model and then can make one basic melee or ranged attack targeting the model. The attack and damage rolls against that model are boosted. That's not very nice. Now, so far, so insane. And then you look at it and go, huh, that's got to be quite expensive. Yes. Y- you-, you would, wouldn't you? Yes, that's very expensive. I mean, it's a battle engine. It's So so if I told you the Hammerfall Siege Crawler was 18 points... Yeah, th- and uh, and I'm starting from the point of view that the um, Crucible Guard tank is uh, 16 points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd probably think it's probably you know a bit more. Than it's the got ha- more game. It's got more game that I mean, it's defensively similar to them, and it's, it's it's got more game than them. So surely more points. Yes, eighteen points. It's just yeah. eighteen points. My he's mind. Out. He's going to be popular, isn't he? Oh my god, he's going to be everywhere, especially considering that you can play him in uh, three different factions and. It's not even a caster. My mind, it's broken. Yeah. I mean, admittedly, he is not going to make your Convergence Warjack sing. He is Mat 5 and Rat 6. Oh, because they use their stats, don't they, of course, yeah. Yeah. So, but if you pick the ranged ones, you know, and then you've got Watcher so that they're boosted hit and damage. Yeah. He can also make Signal Warjacks do silly things, and yeah... It's hard not to think about what it would do paired with lock, um, and all kind. There's so many different kind of unusual permutations in there to actually kind of just so many. Oh God, I I I, I truly hope that PP have looked at all the the combinations for this because there is some deep idiocy that's going to come somewhere of this CID that we have not found yet. And I, almost certainly, yeah. yeah. Anyway. We're going to go for a break. Uh, we should be back with you in a few minutes. And we'll see you all on the other side. 
Okay, welcome back. We're here again. Um, so, carrying on with the CID, um, we have the Arcane Mechanics. Um, this is another mercenary unit. Um, yeah. So, <sighs> they are... How many points are they? It doesn't say... Oh, no, sorry. These come with Nemo, apparently. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, they're, yeah, they're kind of... Um, they're not exactly a unit, but they come with them, yeah. That's very strange. Oh, yeah, it was part of the points as well. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, because having a kick-ass battle engine, not enough. No, apparently you also get a unit. Why not? A unit of three mechanics that... Jesus. Another, I mean, you, a conservatively, it's three points, you know? I, I, immunity, electricity... Uh, companion to Prime Artificer Nemo. Recharge. Range 1. Target friendly faction Warjack in Nemo's battle group. If the target Warjack is in range and it was suffering disruption, it's no longer disrupted. And also gains one focus point. <laughs> yes, yeah, well, that's, that's a standard ability, isn't it? Uh, uh, I think it's a new name for it. Um, Rechar recharge. Recharge is not the name I know it by. Yeah, because um, you know, you're Alice doesn't recharge, it's because of the house. Yeah, she can do that. But yes. I'm going to look it up, see what the difference is in wording. What with Alice? No, with um, uh, da, 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 Empower. Oh, that is, yeah, that's what she's got, yeah. Uh, so still had Arcanist. Uh, oh, oh, I know what the difference is. Range 1. Oh, what's that range? Uh, so, so, yeah, the, so the range on Empower is Command. Yes. The range on his oh, mechanics one. is 1. Right. Uh... Repair D3 plus one. Um, yeah, sure. Repair, yeah. Plus, <laughs> and, plus two with the theme. Oh, God. Super tune. Tar so range, base to base. Target Nemo. If Nemo's in range, he gains an additional die on electrical attack and damage rolls for one turn. Discard Jeez. the lowest die of each roll. They really look after him, don't they? Oh, that's that's quite absurd. Yeah. He's going to be everywhere. Did I mention he could return these to play? No. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, what? With his ability? Yeah. Not with a separate one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> we move on to the last thing in the CID. Asphyxius the Sanctified. Because Gatsby needed another version. And also, the, the supreme bad guy of the entire setting definitely needed sanctifying and turning into a good guy. What? Yep. So, Mercenary Iron Lich Unit. <laughs> uh, unit in the loosest sense of the word, I feel. So, it's Asphyxious 4. Uh, <laughs> so, Speed 6, Mat 7, Rat 3. Uh, that's relevant for reasons you're going to find out. Um, Death 14, Arm 17, Focus 5. So, again, it's another one of these super juniors. Uh, uh, it, no, it's the super junior to bury all super juniors. <laughs> and now, I will say, Asphyxius and three Annihilation Servitors, more on that later, 14 points. That's that's pricey. How many wounds you got? 17. <laughs> yeah. How many do a general caster have? Mm. <laughs> so, uh, is, <laughs> we'll work for Convergence, Cricks and Mercenaries, because... Is that, is that hysteria I hear in your laugh? Yeah. <laughs> Little bit, yeah. Uh, I can. I can also take this one. I can also take this one with McBain. 
yeah, I'll just uh, I'll, I'll just feet on uh, Asphyxius. He's fine. He can't die this turn. Uh, I'm looking forward to the varying paint jobs of him to make him fit into Mercs or make him fit into the things. <laughs> just kind of. Oh, yeah. if, if you've seen the concept art for Asphyxius, that looks like a nice model. Does yeah, it really does. Um, but you could paint it. You, I mean, you can make it look very convergent. Yes. Yeah. But you could, but you could also approach that differently and. and scuff it up and make it look rusty around the edges and, and it just it would fit Mercs really well it, it, it's going to get exactly the same treatment all the rest of my it's probably going to go in the kind of um, the not the mainline Mercs theme that I have which is more the uh, was it purple and maroon uh, mixed with silvers so we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes um, okay so he's a construct because you know, when you trap an Iron Lich's soul, it becomes yeah. Um, we've got he's got flight, of course. Um, you know. Yeah. Mm. Um, he he's an officer. Yeah, granted. Um, so activate annihilation servitor. At the end of your control phase, you can put one Annihilation Servitor into play completely within two inches of this model if there are fewer than three Annihilation Servitors in play in this unit. Okay, so it's 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 another caster who can just put stuff back in. Fine. Grand. Uh, battle Group Controller. Yep. Kind of expect it with the Focus 5. Yep. Le- leadership Constructs. While in this model's command range, other friendly Construct models gain Bloodthirst. When a model with bloodthirst charges a living model, it gains plus two inches of movement. So fast jacks. Now, so you've got Gatsby. Well, so you've got Nemo Four, who's got locomotion. You've, I don't know where you're going. I don't know where you're going with this already. Who can place a uh, steelhead, uh, ironhead into play, and you've got uh, bloodthirsty. On this one. So that means that you can now add three, five, seven inches of indirect movement to a- another warjack. As long I'm as suddenly, I'm suddenly feeling like my, my boastful, I can make Grim go five more inches. It's a bit lackluster. <laughs> that, that, that's just one of those things where I'm sat there going, uh, guys, have you. Because uh... Trolls never had movement shenanigans before. I was all proud of that. Now it looks crap. Yeah. And the worst thing is that leadership constructs, it's it's just for every construct that's within yeah. nine inches of him. It's, it's fine. Um, and now, it does say he's got a limited battle group. Uh, it's limited to non-character convergence, non-character cricks, and non-character mercenary war That does not sound very limited. Oh, and anything with bond asphyxius. What, has he got a jack? Uh, yes, I believe it's the, uh, the worm jack. Don't quote me on that one. Canker worm? I can't remember. Bond asphyxious. So, yep, you can now take Cankerworm in Mercs because reasons. Yay. <laughs> and it becomes a Merc. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to go. need to go somewhere to lie down. Um, uh, Rich Dean has actually just, as I'm on the Cankerworm page, just the, the pop-up has come for him just saying Cankerworm at me. Um, so, Malign Alignment. Uh, while this model is in play, models in its unit that are in formation and warjacks in its battle group gain dark shroud. Oh fuck! I I I'm not I I I'm not good with this. I think this might be too much. Um, dark shroud. 
Yeah. Uh, well, by estimation, this model, a warjack in its battle group can spend focus points on it. Right? Mm. Okay. That's. Mm, yeah. Uh, oh, Cole Soul. Because ghastly. So, it can gain soul tokens when a living enemy model is destroyed within two inches. This model gains the destroyed model's soul token. After this model replenishes focus during the next control phase, replace each soul token with a focus point. Fine. Okay. Uh, it's got a range to POW 16 uh, magical weapon. Guess still a caster. Now, spells. It's got Caustic Mist. So, that's the uh, three inch AoE cloud uh, that causes corrosion. Right. It's got Flicker. So, you can place the entire unit within two inches of their current locations. And Hellfire. Because traditions. Yeah. Um,. I will say Hellfire is an awful lot of that stack, though. That's good. Three, three to cast and probably one to boost because he's only focus five. Right. So that's a lot. Now for the Annihilation Servitor. I'm, I'm not sympathetic, though. Well, you say that's a lot of his stack. I don't think he's going to... Yeah, if he's only got five um, focus, he's doing it wrong, isn't he? Uh, he's got to get real close to get Cole Sol going. Oh, okay. I mean, it's only two inches. Yeah. So... Uh, then we have the Annihilation Servitors. So, they are constructs with flight. Um, Floating orbs of death. Uh, Dark Matrix. When this model destroys a living enemy model... Oh, oh I've just read this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> when this model destroys a living enemy model while in Asphyxious control range. Soul goes to Asphyxious. Asphyxious gains the soul. Yeah, I thought that was the way he got the souls more easily than that. Murderous. This model gains an additional die on melee attack rolls against damage against warrior models. <laughs> In case you weren't understanding, he gives it to them anyway. Yeah. Just you know, I mean, they're only mat five, but boosted mat five. That's going to hit a lot of things. Um, however, then you get to the weapon, and you start reading, and it sounds bad, and then you finish reading and go, "Oh no, that's good." Um. So they are steady as well, just to know. Um, but they well, have they float, they float, don't they? So yeah, yeah, yeah. they have murder blades. So um, Mur that's a good name. I like that name. Range point five, PNS three. So you know, you're thinking, okay, you know, they're boosted against warrior models, but ah, they'll they won't kill much. In size or in size, I'm not sure. Uh, instead of suffering a damage roll, a model hit by this weapon automatically suffers one damage point. In size, sounds right. Sounds like as in the teeth. It's, yeah, yeah. It's just, mm. I just, yeah. No. Uh, oh, there we go. Apparently, ah, uh, I see. So, the uh, tactical tip it does actually say, uh, replace the parent strength with a star similar to Arcadius's needle. Um, so I'm guessing because this is automatically generated from a database. Oh, um, has put three in it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, oh, so it doesn't do. It doesn't have a power strength. It just does one. It's a snipe all the time. One it, just as one blade. Just as one. But it's, but it's combat, right? Yeah. So you got boosted map fives. So they'll on average hit a fourteen. So, so it's got a shiv, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did I mention he's replacing these every turn as well? I think you did. Yes. Yeah. Um, so this looks broken as shit. <laughs> Uh, around it, say what you think. Uh, <laughs> I mean, 
ne- Nemo looked pretty strong. Um, In I, fact, there's so many versions of Gaspin's ever been shit. I, I can see why this is costed the way it is. Uh, 14 points. I think it might be you've okay. Gotta, and you've got to buy a Warjack. Yes. Yeah, you have. And it can't compete your battle group points. Um, mm. No, no, not at all. No. However, what it could be is, say, something you got with requisition. Yes. <laughs> um, Up to a six point Warjack. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think. I'm trying to think what the cheapest he could get would be, and I'm thinking it's probably. Is it Talon? How much is actually, Talon? Actually, no, there's a six point convergence uh, Warjack, so I think that's the cheapest you can get now. What cheapest Warjack? Oh, Galvanizer. Cri- Cricks? Uh, unless they're below five. Oh, below five, but. Uh, yeah, Death Ripper for six. Yeah, that's what I thought they were. So they can be free. Death Rubbers can be free. Uh, yeah, so the cheapest you can get is a Galvanizer for five. But or a free Death Ripper. Uh, yeah. But oh, th- and then he can cast through his art node. Uh, I, be getting- I, th- mm. I think he wants at least a couple of Warjacks. Like, just having... Uh, then again, his stuff for Constructs is just command range, so he doesn't care. Command nine... Yeah. Uh, the only the only thing I will say is his malign alignment says he wants stuff in his battle group because that's where you get the dark shroud from. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Um, so in that instance, where are we? Pair fourteen death rippers. Eh, yeah. Whatever. Um, however, slayers. Oh Jesus. Pair eighteen slayers um, with a. Me think pow 24 combo strike oh god i don't want to think about nine <laughs> slayers that a thing where you've got a junior running some of the slayers giving them dark shroud all the fucking time <laughs> jesus christ i don't think you jesus. fit that i don't think you fit that many in because gatsby takes up some points i didn't you can't know because suddenly you lose but that gives them a hell of a lot more potency because the problem with them is they're perfisted but you suddenly you suddenly give them dark shroud if he's running two or three of those. Yeah. Uh, and and to us, even if they're not the ones attacking, you run them in, and uh, well, you run two and a death rip or something, and run it in to be in in melee, and then other things go in. The dark shroud is a bubble, isn't it? So if you're in melee with it, you get dark shroud. Or, 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 or actually, you just put a talon on him. There you go. There's there's seven points of reach, Jack. That's armor eighteen. I'm, I'm just going to stand here and give dark shroud. On you. So when all the talents sell out, I do have a talent. It's prime <laughs> black. I've never bothered painting it because I've never put it on the table. I think I might have used it to proxy a, a, a lancer very early days. But uh, yeah, I've never used it for anything else. Um, Jesus, don't like any of that. It's just it's good, so many complicated permutations. Yeah, there's so much that could potentially just going to go on there, isn't there? Yeah. Um... Or, I'm just saying you could do this, I'm not advising anyone does, um, you slap a blockader on him, which is a hundred, which is 120 mil base, and... Is it oh, it's ju- oh no, it's only during its activation that it's a four inch. Uh, it's no. range. Mm. I mean, it's still two outside of that, and that's like two inches off 120 mil is an awful lot of dark shroud. 
It is. And that makes that, what, power 24? Just a standard. See, I don't like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's pretty nuts. Um, Hound of Resurrection. No. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that's kind of... Yeah, you can get a Vanguard up to power 16. I think there's a lot of... Don't! Just... You stop that shit right there. <laughs> so, I know Vanguards were generic mercenary jacks long before, but they're not now. They're mine. Jesus. No. <laughs> That's all kinds of wrong. Ooh, actually, Rover. Everybody hates that, don't they? Ro- uh, Rover with a power 19 battle axe and a power 15 shield. Also a shield guard for Gatsby. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not terrible. No. I mean, that's twenty eight points for the two of them. That's the that's the difficulty. It's not just that it's is he fourteen. It's that you then got to stick some kind of jack. I mean, it's cheap one with acquisition if you want to go lean. But a couple of cheap heavies, a couple of slayers does sound quite attractive as well, to be honest. Yeah. Because they're kind of cheap they are for, for what they can do. Cool. That's a whole that's a whole bubble of of nightmare on the flank that you can't really ignore at all yeah I mean especially, should... in, modern, especially in modern steamroller where you've got to spread out yeah I'll just for, stick for a, a lot of the stick a couple of freebooters on him uh, yeah because I mean okay power 16 clamps fine but if one of them knocks you down that is a world of pain my friend they've got trash have they yeah they've got chain attack grab and smash and trash <laughs> trips off the tongue so it's like yeah I've got three focus I'll I'll uh I'll gain extra movement, walk in, hit you twice, headbutt you, and then, ah, I've still got another two while you're on the floor. That's, eh, again, a little expensive, but, yeah. not very nice. There are things you can do with asphyxias. I think his points cost may mitigate the worst ones. Because that could get so bad so quickly. So... Yes. Oh, there you go. That is uh, the uh, the CID. Um, uh, overall, I think. I did. Lo- I did. Lo- oh, hang on. Sorry, I have a, I have a comment from Rich Dean here that looks relevant. Uh, imagine Gatsby Four in a Shay list for Storm Rager on Gatsby, and Bloodthirst for all the Pirate Jacks in addition to Shay's usual kit. I'm going to pretend that I didn't hear. What <laughs> I think I'll be happier. I I think, yeah, I I think they're going to have to be very careful about where Gatsby Four and Nemo go, because they have so much potential for abuse. But then again, the two of them together, that is thirty-two points. It is. It is. But it's a lot of... um, Yeah, it's a lot to deal with. Yeah. Mm. I I mean, these strange bedfellows and uh, warriors of the old faith, um, I do like these. They're complicated. They're more complicated for the person building the army in some respects. I mean, yes, you've still got to understand how the interactions work when you walk up to the table and it helps to have some kind of understanding at some level but um i am intrigued by the comments that hungerford's made about what's ha- what's coming net to mirror this next year because because hordes have largely been excluded from from this joyful playground um that there will be apparently a hordes answer to infernals 
you know, a, a similar kind of things. We don't know exactly what that means. I mean, obviously, score and working more closely with minions is a kind of a no-brainer, but it kind of already exists. Uh, I don't know if there'll be a Trolls Circle Alliance, something like that. Um, theme Force, who knows? don't know. Complete speculation, but intrigued to know what's coming. Intrigued to know what what we'll see next year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Hordes... Mm, Hordes does sometimes feel like the... Um, almost the unloved stepchild at times. Um, yeah, uh, lately, lately. I mean, didn't used to, but yeah, lately. Um, I, I think previously it's because beasts were hyper-efficient compared to warjacks. Yeah, you could push them a lot harder, yeah. And now that's they're still strong, um, mm. but they're not they're not that much further ahead, and they are expensive now. Yes, you can. I mean, it depends which ones you pick. Some are Fury Five, and therefore you take a Fury Five, especially the things like the the, the Gargantuans, that you can push that much further, um, and, and have the capacity to like bring down two heavies if you get it right. Um, but um, yeah, it's. I, I was just intrigued. It's just because. There is an overlap. There is a um, there is a, a doom shaper circle kind of connection. Um, there's also a madrag signal connection. So there's who knows what we might what might come. Yeah, and actually, to us, there's madrag signal. There's um, there's um, what's his face um, Gumbjorn. Um, there's a few signal connections in trolls. Oh, get get yourself some trenches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, trencher trolls. Um, you too can have the uh, trencher chainer. I know that I know that they've connected Crix into convergence, but I can't see how Legion will connect with anything else. But um, yeah, some interesting, intriguing kind of. It sort of poses a question that I'm kind of. Oh, well, we'll see what well, happens. Isn't there? Um, I seem to remember from part of the fluff. There's a section of Legion that's kind of broken off separately um, from Everblight. Yeah. Is that Vale? I can't remember who's leading I, that. I, yeah. I, I can't remember what, which part no, that is. No, I can't. But... I might be wrong. Yeah, I might be wrong. So, mm. we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see where that goes. Intriguing. Yes. Anyway, I believe it is time for any other business. So, Kurt, what are you up to? Been playing a lot of board games. Quite a lot of board games. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, a bit of a binge lately. Um, and I've uh, been having a lot of fun with... Um, Having a lot of fun with Root. Root's, Root's lovely. I really like Root. Um, looking forward to the um, second expansion, the um, Underworld um, Moles and Crows coming out. Yes, um, should get my looks copy like, looks in like it'll be January, I think. February, I think, is oh, most February. likely. Okay. Um, well, I think if, if, if they've said, if you just ordered the new expansion, you'll get it early January. If you've ordered anything else, you're looking at February. Because they're prioritising this thing, the simplest... Um, parcels apparently reading the latest update yeah um, yeah because I managed to elbow my way onto the Kickstarter very late um, uh, also I've done uh, heroic things with Kickstarter I have stepped away from the latest Zombicide because I've got already owned far too much Zombicide um, there was another Dungeon Crawl um, Kickstarter that I backed and then went eat more of this <laughs> yeah and then Corvus Belly did their Dungeon Crawl Infinity Dungeon Crawler and I could step away from it I got fully sucked into that, so I've backed the um, the uh, Defiant um, Dungeon Call from based in the Infinity Infinity Universe, and I've um, bought some new bits and pieces to enhance and actually start painting some Infinity Mods. I've been sat here assembling some Magister Knights while I've been talking to you. Um, okay, 
and uh, yeah, looking to play, looking to actually learn third, the third edition, third, whatever the right word is, third version of the rules properly, because I did originally learn first and got very lost and confused and never really quite got the hang of it. I still like the world and the universe and the models are fantastic. So playing that, but um, yeah, really, more than anything else, board games. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think yeah. there's one, there's one thing that jumps out. There's something that I was kind of more surprised is that it's a very silly bicycle racing game called Flamme Rouge that I'd recommend to a lot of people. It's just really good fun. So just, <clears throat> speaking of Flamme Rouge <clears throat> and just to piggyback on what you're doing, um, I have actually been tasked with bringing along uh, some board games to a, a Christmas party that we're having uh, this weekend. Uh, Flamme Rouge is actually on my list to take there. I've never played it before. I bought it from UK Games Expo. I've seen it being played and went, yes, this looks what it's I great. want from a board game. Yeah, it, it looks like no one entirely knows what they're doing, and yep. that's probably fine. So um, you, you, what I found is uh i i definitely went a bit random the first time i played it and did all right i didn't win um and then the, i think the second and third time i played it i tried to be a lot more tactical like save my high speed cards for them because you, you have a deck of deck of cards um it's not a deck builder you have a deck for you have two yeah. riders and a deck for each one and, and a limited number of of, of high speed so, and low speed cards yeah i was gonna say we should, we should probably point out so <clears throat> you have effectively was it one to four teams uh, of cyclists and just six if you buy one of the expansions I could, I could play yeah, six yeah yeah um and um you effectively have um a proper cycling team so you have one that's basically the the pace rider and one who's a sprinter yeah. um a roulier and sprinter yeah. yes um and every turn <clears throat> you'll have uh was it some cards in hand um, and you'll pick one. It's, it's, only, it's only a value of how many spaces you're going to go. Yeah, you draw four and you choose one of them, but from one at a time. You can't just look at both together. Yep. You look at one and look at four cards, choose one, put the other three back and commit it, and then you, then you do the other one. So you don't know what you're going to get in your hand until you've already committed to the other one, which is the fun bit. And as an important note as well, once you have played a card from that deck, it's gone. That, yes, that, that, although that, I have found, I have found the... Uh, the overzealous throw it away, put it in the box is a pain in the proverbial when it comes to play it again. And actually, just have yourself a little discard pile for your yeah. particular team. Yeah, I, we were throwing them in the box, and then you've got to sort them all out. If you have your own little discard, you've just got to sort your own C- out. Because you've uh, not you've not just get uh, got like decks of different colours. You've got like the deck for each rider for different colours. for each colour. Yes, you have. So. And then on top of that, whenever you are, you get exhaustion cards for whenever you have the wind. Whenever you've got nobody in front of you. It's amazing how much the pack stays bunched together most of the time. It's astounding how much. Very rare. You might break into two, but for most of the way, most of the race, you tend to stay together. It just tends to happen. You might yeah. change your order, but you tend to stay as a little peloton group. It's, it's. Uh, I can't explain it. It's really good fun. It's having, awesome. My, ha- having watched uh, Shut Up and Sit Down uh, I was play. Mention that. Yeah, that's uh, amazing. That's one of my favourite of their videos. It's so yeah. good. If, if you've not watched uh, Shut Up and Sit Down, Please go and check out their YouTube channel. They are an excellent set of guys who... And their blog. Uh, Yes, and their blog. I do actually contribute um, to them because they don't do advertising. Um, And also, and this is bizarrely off topic, they recommended me a really good book for for, uh, vegetarian and vegan curries. So there we go. Um, Yes, which I'm... (laughs) I do love love the... They do a series of shows called The Opener, which is for kind of like 
sometimes sometimes they mean opener as the, an easy game to start the evening, but more often than not, they mean to introduce people to games who aren't necessarily gamers. And and uh, yeah, Matt Lee's usually does a, a little cooking feature at the end of that, which is often calamity and hilarious. The thing yeah. I really liked about their review of Flamme Rouge is they had the expansion as well, and one of the pictures of one of the riders looks so much like you imagine Matt's dad would look. It was so funny. <laughs> it was so good. My kids love that video as well. Um, yeah, it's uh, that, I think, it's definitely of my random purchases. I think I might have bought it because of Flamme Rouge, um, because of um, a shit episode, I'll put it down. Um, yeah, it's really repeat playable. I got my, my sister does not do ball games. She likes the concept, but getting her to sit down is hard work, and I've got her playing it. It's really yeah. good. Yeah, but that, that that's in my pile. I think I'm going to put in, um, oh, Azul, if you've ever played that. Seen it, not played it. It's it's very good. Um, <clears throat> Azul, for if you haven't seen it, is a game where you are, and this is going to sound quite dull, you're constructing a mosaic, um, but all the tiles are in the middle of the board, and on your go, you can either pick all of one colour from one of the little sort of uh, market spaces, or all the ones from the middle. Um, okay, that's a bit like the Bear Park game as well, isn't it? It's a little bit like that too, isn't it? It's, it's, there's a couple of things that have a yeah. similar kind of tessellating but, kind of... Oh, it's not tessellating. Oh. Uh, this is the thing. You have to take all of the one colour from one place. Oh, and, I see, okay. And okay. your your mosaic is a sort of a, a... It's a square. But you only need one tile to place something on the top row two for the second, three for the third, four for the fourth, and five for the fifth. But you only place them at the end of the round, which is when all the tiles are gone. So, right. So if you well, you want to fill in like the red square on the top row, and the only places that there are reds, they're in pairs, you are, well, I'll pick the pair, but that second one falls off the wall down to the negative scoring track at the bottom. So okay. You, and you constantly end up with this whole thing of, okay, I need to take the one blue from over there, so that, that moves the black and blue tiles to the middle, so I can pick those up next turn. But the guy next to me needs three of those, so I can't do that this turn. I have to hope that he picks up the two from over there. And the thing is, the only action you have on your turn is pick up all of one colour from one of five spaces. That's it. But you end up so involved in looking at everyone else's board and what they've got and what they might need and how you might advantage them by moving things into the middle or your head just starts exploding. It's a really... It, and the thing is, it's a fast and rules-like game. There is not much to it. Even the scoring is like... If, if the tile you place has like two tiles next to it on the row, score three points. If it's, okay. got, if it's got one tile next to it vertically, you score you know, one point for each tile. What's that called again? Uh, Azul. A-Z-U-L. Yes, I've definitely seen the box and seen uh, it, but no, I didn't. Okay, that's and, interesting. And the big thing with it as well, and this is this is something that actually uh, Shut Up and Sit Down talk about a lot, it's how the game feels when you play it. Because all the tiles they give you are like nicely polished heavy tiles and they go into a bag and they clack together and it all feels very like pleasant and tactile and that's something that i think some board game producers miss 
Yeah, that's it's like, that's what appealed to me with something that I played at a game, UK Games Expo, and the almost poker chip style plastic cheap tokens. It's it's amazing how. Uh, I mean, you broke up a bit there, but um, yeah, having good board game components is a real yeah. big. I mean, for me, like the linen backed cards. Yes, those provide like now that that's like oh this feels like a quality game. Yeah. Um. Or um. Oh, I'm trying to remember the name of the game. Um. Splendor. Yeah, I've not played Splendor but again. I've seen it. Yeah. So so Splendor. Yes, it has what look like like little plastic discs until you pick them up and realise that they've obviously put a weight in the middle. So. As you're sat there with your pile of what are supposed to be gems, and they're all different mm. coloured, like poker chip things, yeah. you, you can properly like clack them together as you're kind of sat there with your pile of gems. It's yeah, it's it's a very underrated aspect of board gaming, just having good quality components. I think it always plays a part, but you're right; it's never it's rarely rated. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, um, yeah, that I've got into. My nephew turned up because he's very enthusiastic about his 11th birthday. was Dinosaur Island. Um, okay, yes, you did talk about this recently. Uh, well, did I? In the test broadcast that we did last week that no yeah, one heard. Yeah, it, uh, it was a disastrous kind of um, test, sort of teach and learn, where he was trying to teach us without using the book, trying to transpire that the guy had been doing a lot of things for them and he hadn't really grasped it as well as he thought. Oh. Since then, since it well, also, the thing that really tipped me over was like, you gather these kind of genetic codes and the pattern to build your dinosaurs, and then you get to build them in the park. And because it was a Kickstarter originally, all the dinosaurs in the retail box are pink triceratops. That's all there is, plastic pink triceratops to represent any given dinosaur. So I was a bit disappointed by that and immediately went to eBay and Googling and going, how do we get these dinosaurs? I want better dinosaurs than this, thinking Christmas and stuff and for him. And... Uh, yeah, they found somebody on Etsy making a complete set of, I think, 3D print um, for the original game and the extras for not a great deal of money considering how many dinosaurs are involved. So, yeah, I might have bought the game in two sets. It just looks, just, because that, just, to have blue Brontosaurus mixed in amongst all and everything, you know, lots of multicolored little plastic dinosaurs would just make that game. And then I did a very silly thing at the same time is I put the words root oh. into Etsy into Etsy. I don't advise doing that, by the way. Root, which is a fantastic, um, asymmetric, woodland creature, fierce, ruthless battle game that Shut Up and Sit Down didn't like, but I love. Um, uh, yeah, there's 3D versions of all the tokens. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Should we, should we, should we call it the, the, the end of your any other business, or are you... Uh... Yes. No, okay. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um... Uh, for myself, although I've talked partially about the fact that I need to get some board games together, um, so yeah, probably uh, Azul, Flam Rouge, maybe Istanbul, that might be a bit rules heavy, um, and what was the other Ticket one? Ticket to Ride? I don't, this is the weird thing, I don't own Ticket to Ride. No, I actually I don't either, to be honest, I've played it, but I don't own it. Because every one of my friends owns it, I have yeah. never bought a copy, so... No, Mm. Um, I might pick up like Splendor or something as well because that's that's fairly simple. But uh, yes, uh, on top of that, I finally got round to starting to dig through some of my mini crate stuff because I want to take some models home to paint for Christmas. Um, 
So I've grabbed the um, the Ice Queen Lanissa. Oh, nice. Um, the one that is clearly Elsa, but for copyright reasons, not. Not. Um, and also the uh, the Plaid Piper. Uh, oh. oh. And because she was in the same blister, um, the... Uh, oh, what's her name? DeWolf in sheep's clothing. Ah, uh, I thought you might say that, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll probably take home Fiona as well. And just kind of... I did... I- I have signed up for the next six months starting now. Yeah, I'm going to get charged for the next lot fairly soon to, to keep up with that bonus model stuff. So, uh, but also, if you sign up now, you get two. Um, you get two disco um, oh, transfer dancers. The, the, yeah, the transfer dancers. But they're shipping two. They're shipping two at the moment okay. for Christmas. Yeah, so I'm like two well, transfer dancers. Yes, please. I I have a rolling subscription anyway, so it'll come up when it comes up. Um. Yeah, so so there's that. Um, other hobby-wise, we've actually managed to finally reinvigorate my local X-Wing group because it's been sleeping for a, quite a while. Um, cool. it, it, people were busy and, you know, children happened to at least one person. And yeah. But yes, we had like eight players again this week. And yeah, I suddenly realised, oh, I, I need to up my game with lists again. And I'm looking at the app going, oh, God, it's been so long since I've built something. Help. Um, because, yeah, after my stuff got nicked, um, yeah, I, I kind of kept the same lists for a long while. Um, I, I need to make changes now. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really had much of it. I've still got all my... I haven't, haven't refreshed and brought myself up to date. I've just... it's It was fun. I... Yeah... I don't want to get into that again. I, don't they, think. I was going to say they, they've kind of they've put the brakes on new new ships at this point, um, and they're they're basically kind of the old factions. They're they're kind of ticking along, so that they're re-releasing the old stuff to version two. Um, but if you've got the conversion pack, you've already got all the cards and dials and everything for them. Um, but at the same time, they're releasing stuff for the newer factions. So you've got. Yeah, the old armored version of the Y wing that's just turned up. Um, you know, you've kind of got the the resistance and first order getting their new stuff as well. Hopefully, some more for Christmas. We never know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but it's it, it's nice to have that group back online again after yeah um, a little bit of uh, a little bit of a sleep. So anyway, that's my any other business. Um, I think all that remains now is to say, Kurt, do you want to sign us off? Sure, if I can get this arm to stick onto this. Anyway, you've been listening to Elite Cadre, the Hordes and Warms podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. Not anybody else. Um, I've been Kurt. I've been Mike. Yeah, there's no one else here. Yeah, that was kind of an obvious strange. Yeah. Bye, Nick. Bye, Nick.
You've been listening to Elite Cadre, a War Machine and Hordes podcast. Email us at elitecadrepodcast at gmail.com or find the whole team on Twitter at bit.ly forward slash elitecadre. Music provided by Martin de Bont and Symphony of Spectres. And now, in a world of perfect production and seamless transitions, we bring you the chaos that lurks beneath the surface. These are the Easter eggs. Um, so I've got a new mic. Um, oh, you, you are a new mic. Nice. <laughs> uh, ah. Not quite. Ah. Uh, no, there was a Twitch streamer um, at work who decided, nope, I want an h- entirely new mic. Um, and so decided he was throwing out his old one. Well, that's handy. Um, well, yeah. I've now looked at the price of the microphone that he literally basically threw at me because he didn't want it in his house anymore. So, this this microphone right here, this is 200 quid's worth of mic. Wow. You're not 200 quid's worth of mic. Uh, uh, well, I mean, okay. Well, yeah, maybe maybe that's not fair. Maybe that's not fair. Yeah. The microphone's a little less than that. <laughs> You're like, yeah, joke done now. Joke done now. <laughs> All right. Joke done now. Well, no, it's just, it's got a boom arm, it's got the shock mount. Oh, shit. And it's got um, the uh, like the Yeti blue, sorry, blue Yeti microphone. Yeah, just because I'm on iPad with the headset that it came with. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> to be honest, I've had more luck with using kit like that, just the standard stuff that things come with, on, on podcasting for, how long have we been podcasting? Six months? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, six months. Six months. Episode seven. two, right here seven eight tops um with with this kind of stuff has been better for me than expensive steel series or what's the stupid beach oh turtle, turtle beach. beach both of them died um and the original like in the ear headsets just don't break so they, and they seem to give consistent sound quality except when i'm really concentrating and i seem to heavy breathe down the thing can i can I just ask am i coming through okay to you at the moment because yes you are yes okay sorry i've, I've been good. fiddling with the gain and the um uh the, like it's got different sound shapes so you yes. can have one for like omnidirectional and then there's one for two people talking to each other and then there's uh, i'm yeah I'm, I'm messing with stuff i barely understand but as long as this good, good. I mean, that's our lives, really, isn't it? Messing. I think that's a career. As well. <laughs> Messing with stuff we barely understand. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yes, certainly mine. Um, okay. So I, I also have a new setup, right? Okay. Yes. B- because now on YouTube at the moment, yes. um, because I'm, I, I get a little live feed. Uh, it's like almost full screen me. With our logo in the corner, but at the press of a button, I can now change it so that I move up to the corner and a browser window appears. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have been trying out funky YouTuber stuff. Um, funky, just in time for the no one any money anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Teach you something that's vaguely of interest to children. We're not paying you anymore. Okay. Oh, just. Yeah, that whole thing of <laughs> is your is, is your like channel safe for children? Um, We're not paying you anymore. Yeah, I I like. Yeah. I don't know. It's all been it's been wound back in, but that's how it's standard to start off. That's been for quite a long time. Have you ever said the word Lego? In that case, you're done. Um, <laughs> have you ever you, have you ever seen Lego? No. Yes. Then you're done. 
Um, well, that, that the whole thing is because they've been sued to hell and back by the um, FCC in the US. And part of the yeah, but it's about how they handle it. I think really more than anything else, yeah, yeah, partially. And yeah, now they just need to ask if stuff's kid friendly every single time. Like, no, no. This podcast has like an explicit tag on iTunes. So why even bother asking me? It's it seems a little pointless if you ask me. But there we go. <sighs> oh, you tweeted. You tweeted. Yeah, I did. Converted to CID. All right, fine. Jesus, I wasn't ready. <laughs> do you want me to send you the link? Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, but fucking, I got to work out how to get that up on the screen. Oh, is that online? That's not online, is it? I'll use my phone then. All right. Oh, is it? Is there? It is. <laughs> you are totally lost. Well, it's showing an exclamation oh. mark next to the wireless connection, which doesn't mean it isn't going to work. Sorry, I was about to post you a link to it. Unfortunately, I noticed the URL was C users Mr. Chom. Um. <laughs> that's unlikely to work. <laughs> Do you oh. have a, perhaps a dynamic link or some, you know, uh, you uh, know uh, UNC. Perhaps. I'll, I'll find you a URL. Thing. You know, one of those. Uh, is my keyboard working now? Yay! I mean, you can really tell we are two top guys with tech. We really are. My mouse has now died. Uh, no, no, we're <laughs> good now. Uh, there we go. That's I have keyboard and mouse now. Oh wow! Laptop. My la- my laptop is just screwed. I nearly on uh, on I can't remember if it's Cyber Monday or Black Friday. Nearly bought a ridiculously cheap laptop. And went this cannot be a good deal. Walk away from this horrendous mess. <laughs> it's like there's Ooh. no way it comes off good. Oh, what laptop were you looking at? Come on. Oh, it was a brand I'd never heard of. So in the end, I was like, you know what? Some sense there. And, and actually, I'll talk about sensible things I've walked away from in the last few months I was happy to do that in other business or whatever I was Kickstarters that I have not backed (laughs) I was very close to putting down nearly was it 320 quid on a uh, a new hands-free monitor like 1440p um, because you need need that 144 hertz need well I've got two 1200p monitors already and they are, they're really nice only 60 hertz but you know they're very nice for what they are they're like well I got them as cheap pro grade monitors because I know someone who works for the Dell distributor um, so I have Dell Ultra Sharps at home um, okay which which is lovely um, I've got a nice what was cutting edge 24 inch monitor I say cutting edge 11 years ago cutting edge yeah yeah. yeah. So it was nice, and it's on a very nice Dell arm, which was also cutting edge 12 years ago. Mm. Not now. But it's I, lovely. Actually, Dell's monitor stands are still some of the best in the business. So this is um this is one that never got used, and actually I just rescued it from going in the skip because it was bought for someone who never used it, and it was like, oh, I'll make use of that. And I actually customised the reading planet pane arm and bolted another monitor to it that I never used at the moment. I haven't used for ages. I need to rethink my, my PC setup. I bought a PlayStation instead, you know? <laughs> Okay, so uh, yeah, uh, new laptop, new gaming laptop. Let's go to or PlayStation, really cheap. Oh. I, I'm also going to link you a couple of images in the chat, just so that. Oh, good lord! What even is that link? Ah, uh, there's one. What? What chat? Where's it? Facebook. Oh, Facebook. Okay, oh, I've got it now. It's just come up. Yeah, good. La, 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 la. What the hell's that? Oh yeah, nice. Yes, and that. And there's the other one. 
because that's come out today and I need a win. She's, she's the new, uh, she's a brand new character we've never heard of before. She's lovely. Oh, totally. Completely new. You, yeah. you had a moment there where you were going to go for that as well. I could tell. Yeah, <laughs> like you were the, the already br- to, you nearly went full bore <laughs> control there, didn't you? <laughs> and you know me, and you almost never go for them as well, but because you're so intense, you were like, I was like, I can get him with this one. <laughs> Who's that? I don't know who that is. You were close. So close. I know. I could tell. I could tell. There was that hesitation. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I enjoyed that. That's gonna. I'll be happy with that for the rest of the day. Uh, <laughs> There's not much of it left, so, you know, you'll have to be. Uh, <clears throat> good good three hours is fine. Fair enough. What's my CID password? I don't know. Right, let's try that one. I'll wait until you get in before we start, then. And I'll... Uh, I'm using my phone. My laptop really has no internet connection. I'm not restarting it to try and do this. Uh... See, one of the things we've got at the moment is that the um, the sign over on YouTube has Benji in the corner I'm like should just scrub that name out now probably fine actually let's let's listen in and see if I can get my audio levels see one of the things we've got at the moment is that the um, I believe we have at least one listener over on YouTube oh yeah that sounds fine good I I came through really quietly last time and you came through like blazingly loud well I'm using a different device but in the same principle it's just just, it's it's my iPad mini with this that it came with. Yeah, it's it's actually um, slightly. You have used all of your five out of five login attempts. Oh, for fuck's sake! Do, do you want me to just save the file and send it to you? Ta. Because I clearly can't log into it today. Oh, damn, no, it's convergent. I'm not up to date. I, I I know what's happening with it, but I'm not up to date. I, I don't know what's happened this week. Can... What I mean is, what I mean is, I've listened to Chain Attack. <laughs> <sighs> Can I just send you a goddamn file? Yes, please. Not let you. No, I'm trying to work out how. <laughs> uh, oh, hang on. No, no. E- email it. Just email no, it. No, I can do it. I can do it. It's fine. Uh, there. No, wait. Hang on. There. It's uploading now. Mike sent you a message. Oh, thank you. It's a bit small. Is it that small? Should just be a black and white PDF in. For some reason, it caused um, Amazon to launch, which is weird. Yeah, I've got it. <laughs> We did. We did. Lord Amazon. I'm like, what the hell? What have you done to that poor iPad? Uh, this is now my um, phone. I'm not using the iPad. I'm, I'm not going to touch the iPad while recording because it's just stupid. And I end up cutting myself off using my phone. Is that just pure risk? It's a risk assessment, yes. I'm not going to touch the device that I'm using to record for any other purpose. And I've made sure nothing else is using the internet in an aggressive fashion. Cool. That's just more in than I thought it was. It's loads. Cool. Oh, in the convergence CID? Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a few bits and pieces in there. All looks the same there. Cool. Okay. Uh, Cypher, is that is that the uh, Dark Angel guy? Y- yes. Excellent. Absolutely. I mean, I can launch oh, things. Spelled with a Y, actually, isn't he? Spelled with a Y, I think. Mm. Well, Cypher, yeah, uh, yes. Dark Angel. C Y P H E R. Yeah, he's yeah. The, the one who turns up every so often and then sods off again. Well, he leads the fallen brother, brethren, whatever they're called, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's probably changed like twelve times since the last time I looked at it. Doubt it. When did it change anything? Uh, and to be fair, forty k has changed a lot since the last time I played. Well, the game has, but the story has moved on a bit. As in, as in, there's now um, Primaris and there's a story around them happening. But uh, and, and not... the Primarchs are back, and there's a new mark of power armor. Oh, yeah. I would, I would say, and they've got rid of the squats since then. But that's one edition before, 
Um, That's a long time ago. There's people playing 40k who don't know what squats are. <laughs> the poor fools. Yeah, I don't well, I enjoyed them in Epic lots, but yeah. And did you play the Land Train? Yeah, that yeah. always looked like such a silly then, model. It was like it was great. And the Colossus, Colossus was amazing. I was thought it was really weird that they got those two, and then like was it Imperial Guard got, got the, the Leviathan, the Leviathan, which is the same thing, but shit. No yeah. one was quite as good. More expensive, more guns. No one was good, and was never referenced again. Like no. Nowhere, yeah. nowhere else do you see the Leviathan after like final liberation on the PC. That's it. They were just gone. Yes. <sighs> right. Okay. I've got a box to open. Yay! Okay. <clears throat> Are you filing in lieu of Alex? No, I'm rubbing my hands together. Oh, it sounds like you were like, I'm just going to file ready. Already for podcasting, let's get ready for some noise. <laughs> I should probably be more careful because this mic is a, a wee touch more sensitive. Ooh. It really, I put it on omnidirectional and like it could pick me up across the room. It, it's, it's, yeah. Care and attention required. Yeah. <clears throat> Yay. I effectively just need to turn around and get some water. Okay. I mean, I, I could also turn around and picked up this fine bottle of monkey shoulder, which is. Oh, I like monkey. I'm enjoying that in ages. I haven't seen that in ages, actually. Um, where I was it? I saw it in a bar recently, but I haven't seen a bottle of it in a supermarket for a while. I was at Sainsbury's and they were doing it for twenty quid. Oh, nice. Um, which, given online, it's like 27, 30 quid. Like, I have been sipping a reasonably cheap um, Captain Morgan spiced gold. Um, I don't really do spiced rum, but I do have a an intensely cheap dark rum over in the corner. I, I like dark or spiced, to be honest. I think, uh, yeah. I, I've discovered recently that I really like rum and coke. And I don't know. I just like it as it is. I, what I find is, um, I like whiskey. And I like drinking whiskey neat. Uh, I'm finding that it is a generally cheap whiskey is bad whiskey. Cheap rum, not so much. So uh, that it's quite a good cheap kind of um, neat spirit to drink. It's quite nice. Th there are some inexpensive decent whiskies, but not on the scale of cheap rum. Well, no, I've got a liter of of Captain Morgan's uh, Spice Gold. It was seventeen quid for a litre, and you don't get whiskey that you want to drink for that price. Um, I can get close. Let me have a look. Mm. Mm. Let me have a look. This this will require possibly some finagling. You can hear frantic typing. That's right. I'm I'm building building things at the same time. I can get you mm, seven hundred mil. Oh, yeah. ooh, ooh. Okay, I can do better. Uh, Seven hundred mil. Yeah. Uh, of bullet bore, uh, bullet bourbon for eight, uh, for, yeah. eight, for eighteen quid. That's not bad. Uh, although, uh, anyone listening in, <coughs> me. if you're tempted to go for bullet bourbon, um, there's also a bullet ten year. Don't buy it. Don't. Oh. Like okay, so with. Yeah, you know, Scottish whiskies. Yes. If you age them, you lose well, I, you lose I, some of the whiskey, so it's more expensive. 
but yes. it generally improves the flavour. Well, you have to age a certain number of years to be legally Scottish whisky, don't you? So yeah, yeah, three years, which is a shockingly short period of time. But yes, yes. However, bourbon has to uh, ages much faster because yes. of the difference in climate. Because you get the like the heat and the cold going much more. The whisky goes in and out of the wood much faster. So a ten-year bourbon doesn't work. Oh, because you've already got everything you can get by about four or five years. Oh, so it's expensive, but you don't get any more any benefits. You don't think? Well, it it's thirty. Doesn't get doesn't doesn't get smoother. No, it really doesn't. There is almost no difference between uh, the bullet bourbon that's three years old and the bullet bourbon that's ten years old. And if, any, if anything, I would say the bullet bourbon that's ten years old is rougher. I uh, I haven't drunk bourbon in quite a number of years, to be honest, I think. I, uh, I used to. I used to. I used to, I used to be a big fan of Jim Beam. I used to be, uh, like, my bourbon. But then I kind of migrated into uh, single malt scotch, and uh, I enjoy single malt whiskey. But, um, and, uh, to be, and a nice blended scotch. Uh, not a snob, actually. I was, but I'm finding that there are some very, very good blends. I haven't, I... Been, to, haven't been to Dewar's, haven't been to Aberfeldy this year. And been had a tour of the Dewar's blending centre, um, and understanding what the difference is and why, and why Dewar's has a has a royal crest on it. Um, it's like, oh, okay. I was going to say, I've got two very nice blends on the shelf right now. I have. Um, well, you just mentioned Monkey Shoulder. Yeah, yeah. I, I have Monkey Shoulder, which is one of my favourites. It's very it's, good. I agree. It, I'm it's, there with it, that. It's reasonably cheap and very nice. Mm. Um, the other blend that I have is uh, Johnny Walker Double Black. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, it's just nice. It's I nice. Mean, I, I like. I like my whiskey to fight a bit more. Do you know what I mean? Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I I view I view double black as basically a cheap clean leash. Yes, know. I'm not against that. Some people would shoot us for saying that. I think, but um, I uh, I prefer if I'm going to drink whiskey. I don't mind if a fairly cheap, very reasonably priced um, single malt in a supermarket, but I. I mean, if I go buy something nice, I'll buy Talisker or something that's got a bit more of a Talisker Storm. I particularly like. Doesn't go down quickly and easily. It's a. Uh, well, I've not... just I just for my birthday uh, recently got uh, Talisker uh, Port Finish. Ooh. Yes. That's... Ooh, and you like your port? Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I do have the tail end of a bottle of Talisker Ten, I think. Yeah, I like um, it. They're, they're they're quite nice. I've I've got a bottle of Lafroig in. Oh, do you like that? Medicinal purposes. Medicinal. medicinal. <laughs> yes, entirely. Um, less of a fan of that one. I think that that one's gone too far for me. That's too smoky. Um, um, it's it's just unusual. Lafroig is different again. It's not just smoky. Yeah. It's not like going for a Glen Ord or something like that. It's not just smoky. It's it's uh, almost clinical in its uh, yeah after it, after palate perhaps. It, I like it, and I have moments where it's the only thing that's right, but. Although the one thing that I have just got in is uh, a bottle of uh, Glengoyne. Um, oh, nice! Because okay. one for for uh, Black Friday, one of the like fifty five quiddles, one of the fifty five quid bottles of Glengoyne was only thirty on Amazon. Oh, I didn't I spot that. I did look at some of them, but I was trying to spend too much money. Yeah, I, it was the one purchase I made. To be honest, um, so there's I, so much there's so much BS. I got a bit disillusioned with all of it. To be honest. Well, this, this is the thing. A lot of the stuff for Black Friday, I looked at and went, okay, let's see what the normal price is. Okay, yeah. it's five quid off. Yeah, exactly what I was doing so, with tablets and all kinds of stuff. I'm like, no, no, no. Well, that looks really good. No. 
it's it's the reason I didn't buy uh, the monitor that um, I was looking at because I looked at the normal price and went, hang on. So this is 15 quid off. And you're saying, buy it now. Like, I'll wait until there's something I really want instead. Because I just can't be bothered. Yes. Like, I've already got enough stuff that I'm okay. Um, but yeah. If you're saying you want... You, uh, going back to the whiskey, if you're saying you want your whiskey to fight, Glen yeah. probably not the one for you because it's, no. it's the only one that's produced with no peat whatsoever. Oh, um, they do a very. I mean, different uh, don't get me wrong. I, I have a massive soft spot for Macallan, uh, which is, contradicts everything I've just said. Oh, Macallan um, Gold. Macallan Gold is very nice. Just, uh, just, and and I've still got the remnants of a Macallan thirty-year-old um, knocking around, and actually made the mistake of looking at what that would be worth if I had not opened it, and that was a bad thing to do. Huh. Um, <laughs> Never um, go on the whiskey exchange and see what it's worth. Jesus, yeah, when you've already drunk it, uh, yeah. Mm. I'd spend a cut and a bottle of whiskey. Just don't fuck it. Just don't open it. Just put it away somewhere and don't touch it and leave it like ten years. Uh, there's real investment although, there. Although I was going to say that would be purely for investment purposes. Whiskey does not improve in the bottle. No, 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 no. No, I was just meaning that it was a three to four hundred quid bottle that's now worth I don't even know how many thousand, <laughs> thousands, thousands, thousands. But this is the thing, you know, is the experience you had drinking it worth it? Yes, there we go. Definitely, but I found, from a from a like a light tipple, that I'm finding that that um that a spiced or dark rum hits the spot, um, not in a better way. And but and then I do like whiskey. Uh, whiskey, I do like. I drink with my brother-in-law and drink. Uh, yeah, we'll um we'll destroy a bottle of a weekend, which means you don't want to drink something that's too nice, but you want to drink something that's quite nice. Yeah. Oh, I, believe me, I have a whole range of things on the shelf next to me. Um, much to my mother's disgust, I have um, so several things that will make a cocktail that she just wanted to throw me out of the house for, basically. Um, okay. It's called the Grinch. And right. I, I can suggest this to anyone who wants to try it because it is, like, liver-destroyingly nice-tasting. So it's equal measures... Of and this is where my mum hated me. Malibu. Oh dear God! Yes. <laughs> Midori. Okay. And vodka. Um, all thrown over ice, mixed together, um, and then lemonade to taste. And that's kind of an important part. So none. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it actually it, no, it does need a little bit of dilution. It needs a okay. little bit. Um, that. It's one of those... Co- you, you just sit there and you drink it and you, you don't feel like there's that much alcohol and and, and then you realise that you can't walk straight anymore. Well, um, something that I haven't drunk in quite a while that has a similar effect is is buying proper absinthe and going through the whole ritual, going through the sugar cube on a proper spoon, set fire, you pour it through the sugar cube, set fire to it, let the sugar melt down into it, stir it in, chuck equivalent amount of water into the glass as you already have with the absinthe. So you start with a bottle at 70% by volume and you end up with something around 35-ish, less what you've burnt, um, and uh, it goes down... I mean, providing you don't have a mortal hatred of aniseed, it goes down so smoothly and you're drinking something that's that's like a wine glass size, like a glass of wine. Oh, so it's the same, oh, oh. There's, there's potency that's approaching whiskey, 
Not, it's not, but it's over oh, rum. It's similar. It's comparable to a potency of rum, and you've got a wine glass or a heavy, you know, absinthe glass is like a heavy French style wine glass, and it's like it goes down far. You're just dying. It's the only, it's the only drink that I've blacked out on is, is absinthe. I do not have it in the house. I'm not buying it. I have children. You know, I'm not. It's just a dangerous. It's, I love it, but it's just mm, no, <laughs> not responsible to drink that. Um, just to kind of uh, <clears throat> just to answer Rich while we're kind of off air because I was you caught me mid flow with a, a message earlier. Um, do you like all the new Sisters of Battle models for forty k? I haven't seen them, to be honest. Um, uh, I've had a look. I've had a look. Uh, yeah. Um. I, yes. Um. I kind of got off the ball by the time they actually turned up. It's been such a long time of, here they're coming, look over here. I don't know, when they actually arrived, they're going, uh, yeah, I'm kind of, yeah, yeah, they look nice. Um, I, I think this may have been um, somewhat as a response to my comments on how Ashton looks and possibly the boob armour. Oh, okay. Um, so let's just have a look. I mean, I will say <clears throat> I do hold 40k to a different standard than I do War Machine. Um, partially because 40k is much more outlandish. However, I do think 40k has some room to improve in certain places. Um, I'm thinking, you know, sprinkling some women into the Imperial Guard would be. A- and there's been a big debate about that recently. Yeah. Um- and the, uh, and especially around uh, and the, they, they've come back and said that that's, there's going to be more of it. You're right. All they've done is they've sprinkled some and gone. There you go. Um, Elder's always been well. It's easy to say Elder's always had um, more better equal rights. The reality is, it's one in four are women if you're lucky. Um, in to, Eldar. To, to, to be honest, the Eldar are a, a bit more androgynous anyway. A lot of the time, they are. But you've got whole you've got like whole squads that are just female, like this, the, the, the banshees. And, yeah. And then, but then, in contrast, striking scorpions, I think, are male. I think, but then, but almost every other unit has a mixed mix. But it's not, it's not fifty-fifty. Yeah, it's it's three to one ish. But the, the the, then again, even War Machine doesn't have like you know, it has some female representation, but it's not. It, it's never going to get to fifty-fifty. Well, I don't think it's going to get to fifty-fifty. Tends to be characters, doesn't it? Tends to be characters. I mean, yeah. I know Kazi and stuff, but it tends to be um, characters that you get. Well, you do get the odd, like, weird one peppered elsewhere, like um, Precursors. There's just a random, like, couple of uh, female models in every set of Precursors, which okay. I, di- I didn't realise until I was, like, 90% of the way through painting them, that, that like, two of the Precursors are slightly smaller. Um, Is and- that new plastics, or was it always like that? No, they're, they're, they're metals. Okay. I mean, I owned them, and I painted them, and I didn't know that. Yep. There's at least two female models in every unit. Um, you've got things like the um, the Winterguard leader. That's a woman. The Widowmaker leader. That's yeah, yeah. a woman as well. Although, yeah. interestingly, there's also debate on that. Because there are other people who think that the guy with the goggles on his head is the leader. Because you've got two guys looking down the sights. Right. One guy who's got the, the rifle kind of shouldered with got some goggles on the top of his head and then you've got the uh the woman with the eye patch and yes it's interesting that you've kind of got this split of people going that's the leader versus no 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 the one with the eye patch is the leader 
I always assumed because the one with the eye patch was there and she looked far more badass than the rest of the unit. She yes, was the leader. Yes, yeah. Apparently not for everyone. So Yeah. Um but yeah. Um having had a quick look at the um Sisters of Battle that are on the GW site, they look very much like Sisters of Battle. Um, yes. Like I said, I, I hold them to a slightly different standard uh, than PP because I don't know. They're, they're, they're GW, they're going for a very different aesthetic and they're going for a very different market. Um, looking at what I believe is the plastic set, which for 125, for 125 quid, there's not a lot in there. Um... Welcome to modern wargaming. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I would actually say it seems to be decent from the image they've got on their site, which isn't particularly high res. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was at one point really thinking, oh, I'll, I'll go for Sisters of Battle. I'll, it'll be my route back into 40k. Oh, really? Yeah. My interest in them between the announcement and when it was released just... Oh, so very similar to what I said. Yeah, it's just, just, just kind of just gone. Just took so long, and it's like oh, I'm bored now. Yeah, I mean, I have considered recently taking a look at um, uh, Age of Signar. Um, Sigmar. Yes. Sig- oh God. Sigmar, not oh Sigmar. God. The, the 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 mental slip there. Um, yes, Age Age of Sigmar. Um, um, and you said the announcement about old Warhammer having a bit of a war is in the old world kind of thing. I'm not as interested in that. No, I never was. Well, not never was. I had to, I had um, dark out for years, but I never was as as into fantasy as I was for 40k. It, it's it's very much one of those things that I, I think once they killed it off, it's it, it's fine staying there. It's just... um, in the same sense that people still play 30k people still play well people still play that so I think they're well, yeah, to support it v- virtually any game that you kill is going to have an audience somewhere yeah. so yeah, it, I mean look how long Blood Bowl kept on going without an official re- release from oh hell yeah mm. I mean they killed that off what while I was in secondary school and that was still going like well after I was at a uni <laughs> so <sighs> I remember buying the original box set when I was in secondary school. <laughs> the yep. original red box with the original card green card field. I, I got the one that was a re-release of an earlier edition. Little cardboard teams. Oh, no, I had I, I had the full-on plastic models, which it was one of the first things that I fully painted, and it looks like crap, but there we go. Uh, the first things, first models I painted were blood ball models, yeah. <clears throat> there we go. Uh, okay, uh, are we ready to come back? Definitely. <clears throat> okay. There we go. That is the podcast. Thank you to Rich Dean who's been tuning <laughs> throughout. Um, and apparently, because well, because he's been answering, I've known that the stream was actually okay enough to work with. Definitely. So. Hopefully, uh, anyone who does watch this on YouTube, it should be a more pleasant experience than the old one was. Um, in fact, you you could actually look on my YouTube channel, Kurt, and 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 see, you know, just just the improvements I've made. I might watch it with mute on. That's that's probably fair. Um, yeah, I, I've I've had, I've had our podcast played to me by other people, and it's not a bizarre experience to have somebody <laughs> play things like that back. 
Do you think that's bizarre? I'm the person who's had to sit there and edit a hundred episodes of this. At this point, my own voice no longer sounds weird to me. Over eight or nine years? I don't know when we started this. Uh, uh, eight years now. Nine next year. Nine next year, so it was, yeah. So we're, we're going for the 10th anniversary, guys. Come on. We can, we can do this. We can do this. I, I can never remember. Yeah, yeah, it was there. So it was when, yeah, it was when... Yeah, because my, my youngest will be nine in January. Yeah, it'll be... September 2011 is when we started. Jesus. So, uh, do not listen back to that first episode. Just, just, I will not. Just just don't. It's bad. It's, it's, at, least we don't, at least we don't have an episode 17 or an episode 9. It's fine. Uh, uh, Numerically speaking, we do. We don't have yes. a disaster. No, I, 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 know what you, I, know, I know to what you refer. Um, uh, uh, yes. Uh, anyway... Uh, I've dropped that now. I've dropped that on the floor now. Oh no! Anyway, thank you to people. Thank you to people tuning in. Anyone who watches on YouTube later, Um, and hopefully this will be the start of a new and glorious era of YouTube broadcasting. Um, But we shall sign off for now.